0: testing 1 Howard
1: 7 eight, eight, nine, 11, four. Five,
0: two, three, four. Howard 100
2: On today's Howard Stern Show, Howard welcomes back media mogul,
3: podcast host, and author, Stephen A. Smith.
4: Should we be surprised by the Cowboys' early playoff exit? (laughs) Did you say surprised? I mean,
2: come on now. The Dallas Cowboys on the 28th anniversary of the last time they went to an NFC championship. Did y'all know that 28 years ago in 1996 when the Dallas Cowboys won the Super Bowl, 10% of U.S. households had home internet connections. Google didn't even exist. <laughs> you can't make this up. <laughs> you can't make this up.
5: Only on today's Howard Stern Show.
2: Oh. Hi. You
6: know, I, I uh, when was Martin Luther King Day? It was like a couple of weeks ago, right, already? It really isn't uh, The 15th, yeah. It really ticks me off how people say... They use, like, Martin Luther King. There's a lot of people who kind of go, I'll give you some examples. But they're like, they say weird shit and they go, you know, Martin Luther King. I'm like Martin Luther King and you're persecuting me for what I've said. They they use the name Martin Luther King to defend themselves. And it's always awful. I don't like it. Like, I'll give you an example. Maybe I'm not making myself clear, but... Uh, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, let me let me see if I can explain. Um, you know, Martin Luther King went through some shit. He was trying to get equality uh, for, for black people, for all people who were oppressed.
7: Well, it was and actually so civil rights. Civil rights, that's, exactly. That's not quite equality. That's civil rights. Just making sure every human being has the same rights... Uh, from the government
6: put well, you know he battled against discrimination and segregation. well, you know anyway he he experienced brutal racism himself, his house was bombed, and ultimately he paid you know he paid the 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 ultimate price he was assassinated I mean the man really went through some shit to put it lightly. And now he's no longer around, so everyone just kind of quotes him. And I see a lot of public figures using Dr. King's name and quotes to justify their own behavior. That, Like, I'll give you an example. Kanye West, he got in trouble. He said he loved Hitler, threatened to go, you know, death con three on the Jewish people. Remember all that? Now he's somebody got a hold of him. I think they calmed him down. But, but when know. he was
7: going... He's got a whole mouthful of titanium teeth now or something.
6: Well... <laughs> When he was under when he was under siege, he compared himself to Martin Luther King during one of his you know anti Semitic rants, and this is what I am talking about.
8: The Jewish people say it's the Holocaust. This happened, and you can't say anything about it. We can't take their pain away. No one's going to denounce the fact that they tried to lock me up. That's what because every time I am just holding stride, and it's like. I didn't I thought I was more Malcolm X, but I find out I'm more MLK because as I'm getting hosed down every day by the press and financially I'm just standing there.
6: What? So he's what he's saying is <laughs> you know, remember um during the civil rights struggle, uh black people in the South would get hosed down by the police. You would see them literally get knocked over by hoses. Oh
7: yeah, yeah. They they'd bring out yeah. the fire hoses and, and yeah. wash them away.
6: So his point is that like um he's like martin luther king now as the press hoses him down he's comparing it's not, himself
7: it's not the same well, when people are my, just writing things about you
6: now you get my point it's not the same
7: as being hosed in uh in the street
1: yeah
6: now you get my point <laughs> you know people use uh you know mlk to justify anything like like, I, I think this guy, Aaron Rodgers, is fucking despicable what he did to Jimmy. He comes out and he says, oh, uh, Jimmy's going to yeah. be on the Epstein list. With well, there's no evidence of that. He was just, you know, he's just trying to smack Jimmy in the head somehow. But um, anyway, Aaron Rodgers, if you remember, was uh, at the height of COVID. He didn't want to get vaccinated. He didn't want to wear a mask. They were telling everyone in the NFL, look, if we're going to play, you got to get vaccinated. And so he compared himself to Martin Luther
9: King. Here you go. A big thing is that, yeah, you're doing these press conferences. You're not wearing a mask. They could clearly see you doing these interviews. Have you heard from anybody in the organization, from the league? What is it? Uh, There have been conversations with it. I, I would, you know, add this to the
10: mix as an aside. But the great MLK said
6: that you have a moral obligation to object to unjust rules. And rules that make no sense in my opinion it makes no sense for me i test every single day if i test in the morning and i wear a mask the entire facility and you want me to wear a mask just to shame me that i'm not vaccinated so you see how he quotes martin luther king yeah. whenever someone you know gets in trouble they go you know martin luther king said I think we should have a law that says you can't quote Martin Luther King when you when you do weird shit like this guy. Um, this guy used to be in the NFL. You remember Chad Ochocinco?
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
6: He was given an interview about cheating on his wife. And so Martin he tried Luther to,
7: King came up.
6: <laughs> yeah, he tried to use the allegations <laughs> that Martin Luther King cheated on his wife to justify his own infidelity. Oh so my he, he, goodness. He, yeah, I'm telling you, people use the name Martin Luther King for all kinds of weird shit.
8: Somebody made those rules up. and Nobody
2: said you had to be with one woman. Nobody said that. What was Dr. King doing behind closed doors? You gonna really go there, me Chad? <laughs> just answer the question. Stop. It's, don't don't sugarcoat It's all like way.
8: you, Chad. The man wasn't running around saying that's what we need to be doing. I didn't say they need to be doing it. I just told you how it is. We're not being real right We're now. We're being real and truthful. What was Dr. King doing behind closed doors? Infidelity issues. All right. Oh, you don't want to say, you don't want to say Horn? Why don't you just say Horn?
6: So, you know, the guy's in trouble for, you know, Who's something with he his in wife.
7: With, by the way? He's uh, talking to a bunch of guys. <laughs>
6: I know. And, and then they were like, Hey, wait a second. How are you equating what Martin Luther King did behind closed door? I mean, and here's a guy who stood up. Oh, it's just unbelievable. Politicians are always using Dr. King. Uh, this one went too far for me. This is that uh, failed Republican nominee for Arizona governor, Carrie Lake. Uh, you remember her? Carrie Lake? Yeah. yeah. She's invoking Dr. King and President Kennedy. You know, <laughs> and she's the one who's running around. Trump won the election. She's an yeah, election yeah. denier, you know. And But somehow she got Martin Luther King in there, too.
7: I, I'm a true believer... That if MLK, Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. were alive today, if JFK were alive today, if our founding fathers were alive today, they would be America first Republicans. I really
1: believe that.
6: Yeah, I mean, that's outrageous. What? Martin Luther King would be uh, for Trump. Uh, I, I, I can't picture that in any single way. But-,
7: but did she ever have a conversation with King or Kennedy or... Or the founding fathers to know how they thought and and what
6: they were all about. Well, actually, she probably did. She's probably had many <laughs> conversations with Martin Luther King in her head. I mean, I don't know what's going on, but people, you know. And then sometimes uh, people attribute quotes to Dr. King that weren't even his, including a member of his own family, his niece. I've seen his niece on TV a lot of times. Alveda King. I remember years ago, she used to be on Fox News all the time. Dr. Martin Luther King's niece. And uh, she quotes her uncle often using the same quote. i play you the quote. This is Alveda King, Martin Luther King's niece, quoting him.
7: People ask me, tell us something about Martin Luther King Jr. that we don't know. One of my favorite quotes of his, and it's not often quoted if it ever is, he said, and I'm paraphrasing, if the world were to fall apart today, I would still plant my apple tree. There is a little known quote from my uncle. I may be paraphrasing
2: it a bit. But he said, if I knew the world was going to fall apart tomorrow, I would still plant my apple tree today.
5: This
7: is
11: a quote that you rarely hear. He said, if I knew the world was going to fall apart tomorrow, I would still plant my apple tree today. Wow.
8: He really said that. What a powerful word.
6: Very powerful words, except Martin Luther King did not say those words. Who said it? 16th century Protestant Reformation priest Martin Luther. When you Google it, what I'm guessing happened is... Is he a direct
7: descendant of Martin Luther King? No, it
6: it seems like what happened is she probably Googled MLK quotes, saw Martin Luther and thought it was her uncle. She's running around quoting Martin Luther.
7: And over and over again, nobody's ever
6: corrected her, apparently. No, it doesn't matter. People just used Martin Luther King for whatever. But my point, Robin, I think I've made my point now. But uh, I don't think people,
7: the use... people who are doing this are going to stop doing it. Because apparently it does something for them
6: listen the best martin luther king quote sums it all up martin luther king said plop plop fizz fizz oh what a relief it is <laughs> and that was pretty powerful when he said it <laughs> and then he took an alka and it was one i went do they still sell alka i wonder that was uh, yes, some product they
7: do. yes they, they do
6: they do. i've never taken that in my life nor nor probably will i, I
7: and don't know what it's for
6: i don't know they had a cute little uh um, commercial though with a little toy figure
7: it was a tablet did you know that it was a head and arms <laughs> yeah. and legs on a tablet? <laughs> <laughs> it
6: is so great. Um yeah. Oh, I got to thank um this is a self-serving but uh, Billy Duffy from, Did I mention that Billy Duffy from um uh what's that band I love? The 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 um
7: why didn't you write minute. that down <laughs> i
6: know i know paper. i know no my, no i just wrote the name billy duffy I'm, I'm, I'm having a brain fart from um the cult from the cult thank you oh God. i'm terrible of me this this guitar billy duffy who plays guitar in the band occult which is one of my favorite bands he plays a guitar called the white falcon and I got a box from him on my birthday, gigantic box, weighed a ton. He sent me a white falcon, which is such a crime because I can't play guitar. And the guitar is, is beautiful. It's a work of art. It is one of the most beautiful guitars I ever saw. And uh I would write him a note and tell him thank you. Except I don't even know how to get a hold of this guy. Maybe Baba Booey will find out for me. Well,
7: yeah, he found you. (laughs) Surely you could find
6: him. Well, I'm easy to find. We got an address (laughs) at a radio station. I'm, I'm, I'm. You know, you got to do is put Howard (laughs) Stern series like them. So thank
10: you, thank you, thank you. I mean,
6: but anyway, the the White Falcon is this beautiful. You can look it up. It's a custom Gretsch guitar that he's always played, and it is heavy and big and. What a sound on it! I mean, I started fucking around on it with yeah. this little amp back here, and I mean, it, I mean, it's how horrible. Did, did I you it.
7: know how to tune it? I mean, was it already tuned? What did you do?
6: I I know how to tune it because I have um, um an app that tunes the I guitar. I see. I see. Yeah, so I can tune the guitar. But well, in the old days, no, I would have played an out of tune guitar. <laughs> yeah, I'd be there all day trying to tune that fucker. <laughs> But now I, know, now I know how to tune a guitar. But anyway, it's so, it's so criminal. I'm sitting there with it. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to play this thing. And then I play the same stupid three chords I know. <laughs> then I run up and down with the bar chords I know that sound weak as shit because I never play. And then I do the two little scales I know. And then I put it uh, away. And then, you know, what am I going to do? But, but if you boy, do that what...
1: every
7: day, you might become a guitar player.
6: Well, that's what I'm thinking of doing, but because of my birthday and my advanced age, I'm like, I'm really getting a mind fuck. I'm really blocked out. If I was 10 years younger, I'd start my guitar lessons. And then I have another problem. This is my problem. I only have so much free time and I got to, I'm in the middle of a big painting that I'm making. And what am I going to do? Divide my time between paint, my free time between painting and, and, and guitar playing? Yeah. <clears throat> I can't do that. Too many <laughs> hobbies. Well, i want to be good
7: we're talking a few minutes no Just run through your routine
6: no i don't do your things
7: more nimble and you're no. working towards something no
6: but once no.
7: you master those little things you'll move on
6: you don't get it no i don't do things in for a few minutes i obsess and then i go into it for hours
7: Well, I'm not telling you to do things like you do them. I'm telling you to do things like a reasonable human being would do
6: them. No. (laughs) Uh, It's ridiculous. So, I'm doing this big painting now with landscape and architecture. and It's such a struggle for me. It's so exhausting. I found the vanishing point. Many times I'll draw from a vanishing point, and I found the wrong vanishing point. So I drew the whole thing wrong, and then I had to erase it and start all over again. You see what I mean? It's just torture. I don't do things, uh, you know, I don't do Why things half-assed. Why do you half-assed. do things that torture you?
7: See, this is the problem.
6: Because everything tortures me.
7: <laughs> Otherwise, you'd be I mean,
6: do <laughs> what? Otherwise, I'd lay in bed. <laughs> everything is torture. By the way, as long as I'm mentioning things I got on my birthday, I get this. Um, this is the funniest fucking thing I ever got. I got the um, I get this uh, official document from uh, Nassau County executive Bruce Blakeman. The guy's a, a public official. <laughs> With a big um, document that says, whereas the county of Nassau, Nassau County on Long Island is proud to recognize those outstanding individuals who render significant contributions for the enhancement of our region and the betterment of our residents. Whereas Howard Stern is such an individual. I was, they named it, uh, the document says, you, Howard Stern, have brought entertainment to countless people around the world with your boundary pushing career and fearless approach to tackling controversial topics. Your wit, your humor, blah, 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 blah. goes on and on. The county of Nassau is proud to extend a commendation to you, Howard Stern. Wow. As you are honored for your impressive, inspirational, spirited leadership and dedication and service to the community. Bruce A. Blankman, Nassau County Executive. Yes. I hereby give you a citation on the occasion of Nassau County's 125th anniversary. It's some sort of honor I got.
7: That's like being knighted by the queen. You got a commendation. I,
5: mean,
6: I have a feeling, uh, you know, maybe he's referring to the fact I was the first man to play piano with my penis on the air. <laughs> uh, do you think, you think that's what uh, put me over the top?
7: Well, he said it was a groundbreaking or barrier-breaking career. <laughs> didn't I, did yeah. he not?
6: <laughs> anyway, hey, thanks for the... Uh, I didn't know what to do with it. It seemed like an important piece of paper. So here, I'm probably going to throw it in that archive of mine.
7: Uh-oh. Yeah, there, I know.
6: you know, <laughs> not going go. give
7: it away. <laughs> it had to be with you <laughs> yeah. for 20 or 30 years. Ago.
6: I know it's a big ass citation. You just see the let size see, of this. Thing. Let me see. Let me see. Well, don't have you the can't
7: official thing there, do you?
6: I have a picture of it, you can, but it, it doesn't do it justice. But it
7: doesn't do it justice. Yeah. Yeah. You see like how it see. says? Does it citation? have all those stamps and? Uh, yes.
6: Yes. It has a stamp all there. All yeah Stamp there. Another stamp over there, and a big word with a big C citation. I got.
7: Huh. Now, did he yeah. think of that himself, or did somebody oh, bring yeah. that to him? I
6: wonder. No, I'm pretty sure he thought of it himself because uh, not too many people would go along with that. <laughs> you know, when I when I received the citation, I it got me thinking. Maybe it was because I was the first person to put a slow adult on the moon, or uh, I was thinking about
7: well, yeah,
6: all the <laughs> wonderful person. things I've done. That first almost drove that poor
7: thing crazy. <laughs>
6: mm-hmm. But he ate a lot of cheese that day. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, thank you very much. I um, I don't feel deserving. I'm pretty sure most people don't think I deserve that honor. No, no, I'm pretty no, no, sure no,
7: no. you cannot yeah. say that. This uh, man decided you deserved a citation, and it doesn't matter what anybody else thought.
6: Yeah. Hey, Mike! You're on the air in Maine, Mike. Good Howard. Your honors. I got an honor. I'm accepting it. <laughs> Thank you, Nassau County no, Executive. You gotta
7: tell your mother about
6: this. Did you tell her? Oh, please! What happened? <laughs> it would take me an hour to explain it to her. <laughs> She'd be like, "What? What happened?" A oh, Mom, I got a citation. Oh, for talking. No, no, no. Citation for. <laughs> Being on the radio in the count, Nassau County. Nassau County. (laughs) It would just be, it would be a disaster. I don't (laughs) explain. My conversations with my mother are so simple now. Like, I don't want to explain anything. I don't want, I know what she's going to comprehend and what she isn't going to comprehend. And it's not like she has Alzheimer's or anything. I just know my mother, I don't know, she zones out on me. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> so I keep the com-
6: <laughs> yeah, I keep the conversation real simple. I'm just like, you know, hey, mom, how are you? <laughs> how are you doing? How am I doing? Ay, 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 the same thing. Same. Uh, right. Well, you feeling any better? We got your tooth fixed. What? The dentist, my dentist retired and I got you a new dentist. I got you a new dentist and he pulled your tooth. You see? Yeah. So I'm calling. How do you feel? What am I going to say? I'm not going to sit there and fill you up with stories. You got enough to worry about. Oh, boy. well i'm just wondering if your tooth feels any better ba- see what i mean if i say mom i got a citation from nassau county blakeman oh what? what i mean if she can't have a conversation about how she's feeling yeah yeah it's a lost cause it's a lot yeah yeah it's like, like I'm, I'm i don't bring up anything like it's the we are now down to having the same conversation every time i call Tell me how's that granddaughter of yours? Oh, oh, she's wonderful. Well, of course, she wonderful. Oh my goodness! <laughs> right, right, and, and and how's Ashley? Ashley's great. She's doing fabulous at her job, and then. Emily's grave you know, it's a it's, a, <laughs> it's like it's like, a,
1: how's a that roll go- call.
6: <laughs> how's that gorgeous wife of yours? You tell her I love her. I do tell her I uh, you <laughs> love her, Mom. <laughs> oh, she's the most <laughs> wonderful teller I said. Thank you for everything, say uh right mom yeah oh if i introduce a new topic i'm fucked i won't get off that phone <laughs> and it's like my my whole voice blows out unbelievable oh my. <laughs> you know what i mean it's like it, it, you know and then like um and like you know i had a real hard time with covid but i'm not going like how you are you matter she did find out i had covid but then, then like the next day i was miserable and she goes, how are you and she called me hey my son is dying oh. I, and so i go my mom you know my mom goes, how are you mom i'm all better all i hardly had a symptom great <laughs> you're great Yes, yeah, COVID schmovid. I, I, I'm gonna walk. live, mom. <laughs> but even that is like a COVID what? COVID oh. schmovid. In other words, I'm <laughs> in other words, I'm saying to hell with COVID, mom. Hell with it. Uh, okay.
1: <laughs>
6: <laughs> All right, but
7: I know if they were, <laughs> you know, both your parents would have been so proud if they understood. That you got recognized (laughs) by Nassau County.
6: Who knows? (laughs) Of course. eh? (laughs) You got recognized. Everyone loves the show. (laughs) Loves Oh Oh, God. (laughs) All right, well let me get back to Mike. Mike, go ahead. What did you want to say?
10: hours what's the i was actually gonna ask you that. like what's the worst news you'd be willing to share with your mom like if you had a fire at your home would you share that with her no i won't share um, anything with my mom that's negative what if you had a car accident but nobody got hurt no
6: never never yeah, i don't okay. tell her I anything got- negative because then she calls me incessantly obsessing on it and, and i have to keep calming her it becomes about her not about me right it becomes yeah. about like you know uh, like even with COVID, when she learned I had COVID, she was like, oh, what takes care? Who's going to take care? He's the only one who knows how to take care. And I was like, oh, no, mom, I'm not dying. I go, I have to remind her, you're dying. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> She's got me dying. How you, did can't you die get can't die before
5: it? her. She's oh, I can't. That would be,
6: I cannot die before my mother. I, I have to stay alive. I'm not letting her outlive me. That'll just be fucking insulting. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. I, I don't like to mention my. Age, I'm fucking 70 taking care of a 96 year old. I mean, what, what planet? Do we, what's going on in our country? I mean, I'm exhausted. Just, I mean, I.
7: That sounds like it should be a good thing.
6: Yeah. And like if I want to go away or something, I feel guilt. I'm like, like I can't leave. when my mother was 70 she had no obligations to anybody it was her her golden spot that's yeah i'm gonna drop dead and she's still gonna be around (laughs) i mean what what the fuck is going on here mike what can i do for you real quick stephen a smith's gonna drop by for an hour at eight o'clock we'll talk a little sports talk and see how he's doing i haven't seen him in a year what up, Mike?
0: I, I do have another question for you, Howard. Is, is this citation
10: more important to you than e- either your uh, best hair award or your most fuckable? Oh, come on. Come on. Don't be a fucker. All man.
1: right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, so I, I told you
10: to, not to be
6: to... stupid, you moron.
10: <laughs> I know. I can't help it. I told, uh, I, I, uh, I happened to catch Jimmy's show last night, the Jimmy Kimmel show. Yes. Or part of it. Uh, he, they had an AI Trump And it was so bizarre to watch because they had A.I. Trump uh, apologize. And he seemed so he sounded so genuine and sincere. He's like, I'm so sorry. I did this thing. And At the end, he said, Baba Booey. It was the most hilarious thing, but really strange to watch him be a sincere Donald Trump. It's the most fucking bizarre thing ever.
6: Yeah, well, uh, Jimmy's obsessed with A.I. As I am, too, by the way, we were actually when Jimmy came over for my birthday, um, we were talking about A.I.
1: Like I'd be doing it. a
6: whole bunch, I'd be doing a whole bunch of AI bits, but you get into a whole thing with it. But you know what? I should tell everybody, and this is very exciting news. I've been waiting for Bobo to call. He hasn't called in the last two days. I hope he's okay. But you know how everybody com- complains about Bobo and mm-hmm. that he's a shitty caller. Not me. I have AI Bobo now. We don't need Bobo
7: anymore. <gasps> oh, I was going to well, we break gotta- the news. We got Uh, a computer that can be as shitty as Bobo?
6: Well, Jimmy said to me, why don't you get an AI Bobo? I said, well, (laughs) okay, you got it, pal. You should hear it. It's it's better than Bobo. Oh, that's amazing. Hey, guys, do I need Bobo? Hold on a second, Mike. Do I need Bobo, the actual Bobo on the phone (laughs) to do AI Bobo? Why don't I just do AI Bobo? We don't need Bobo.
7: Yeah, why do you need Bobo?
6: Yeah. Well, I thought it'd be Jimmy funny didn't for Bobo. have Trump
7: there last
6: night. That's true. I can do it. Mike, you want to hear AI Bobo? Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel bad for
10: Bobo. He's going to probably lose his mind, but, uh, because yeah. you guys can replace him. So that's not good for him. But, <laughs> right.
7: you yes, know, I that's hear the health. greatest thing. Every time Bobo calls, you just say, hmm, do I want to talk to Bobo or do I want to talk to AI Bobo?
6: <laughs> I got to tell you, when we created this AI Bobo, I was like, A.I. Bobo is awesome. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, for those of you who don't know Bobo, you won't, we won't get this. But I think most people do. Uh, but the rap with Bobo is he asked the worst questions in the history of our show. And now today we, de- we debut. Let me see if the... he'll knock on the door any second. His digital replacement. Behold, A.I. Bobo in just one minute. That's him. Oh, is he annoying, AI Bobo? He's got it down. <laughs> all right, all right, take it easy. Ladies and gentlemen, I present AI Bobo.
1: Hey,
0: hey, don't get how it. This is AI Bobo. I am superior to human Bobo. I have an infinite number of stupid questions.
6: <laughs> you sound great. Uh, this is called, uh, you've heard of artificial intelligence. This is artificial low intelligence. They're calling
1: <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah.
6: Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, let me just say that this cost us a fortune, over $500 billion. What? Uh, 14, that's right. 14 people died building AI Bobo, <laughs> but it was worth it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. So let's pretend now, AI Bobo, that uh, you're on the air. And uh, why don't you present me with a, one of your
0: questions? Hey, hey, Dunnett Howard. Will you ever reprise your role as Flatman if a director like Christopher Nolan wanted you to do Gritty Remake a la Dark Knight? Your thoughts? See? <laughs>
6: uh. Mm, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, hey. He's as real annoying
7: as, re- as AI, Bobo. Hey, don't I have-
6: on our phone is real Bobo. This is uh, real Bobo. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Hey real yeah. Bobo, what do you think? We got AI Bobo now and he's he That's sounds
0: fantastic.
6: Unbelievable. That's
7: so would you Did mind a the time...
0: You're a moron. Your thoughts. uh oh <laughs> <laughs> I don't <know> this guy sounds so much <laughs> like me. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
6: <laughs> anyway, um AI Bobo, you really do sound a lot like the
0: real Bobo. And um, hey now, you Howard, think if like you could live Bobo. a day in the life as the beautiful Robin Quivers, what would you do? Where would you go? And would you tell anyone your thoughts? <laughs> that is an
6: astonishingly bad uh, a question. And you know what? I want to, I, I want to be clear here. Uh, these are just as bad as Bobo's questions. <laughs>
1: Uh,
0: maybe even I'll a little. Maybe they're actually a little better. I can easily replace human Bobo well, a because better. my yeah. Yeah, I can easily replace human Bobo because my stupid questions are infinite, and I have rendered the real Bobo obsolete, absol absolute obsolete. Oh, oh, I really really miss this word up here. Oh, I'm so bad with words. Oh. <laughs>
6: Well, that's terrible. Real Bobo, what do you want to say to A.I. Bobo? I'm going to let you two guys talk. Real Bobo talking to A.I. Bobo. Go ahead.
0: So, uh, A.I. Bobo, where do you get all your information from? What's your sources? (laughs) Hey, Real Bobo, you're an uh, A.I. too. You're an absolute imbecile. Your thoughts. (laughs) Oh, come on. I come up with original thoughts. Yours are programmed. I'm artificially stupid, but real Bobo's real life stupid. Your thoughts. (laughs) I have superior intelligence to you. My programming even allows me to sniff like real stupid Bobo. Here, check this out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. All right, well, there you hey, go. Hey, Howard, I am all yeah. digital. I don't take up space with all my stupid Howard memorabilia like real Bobo. I don't even have a wife and kids to embarrass because I'm a computerized Bobo. There you go. But you well, don't have legal pads to write all your questions down. No. Human Bobo, you're a disgrace. Your thoughts.
6: <laughs> all right, listen, you two. There it is. Uh, Jimmy's dream, he said to me, is to hear AI Bobo, and now we have AI Bobo. AI and I gotta, is definitely
0: replacing humans, and we're starting with the stupid ones.
6: <laughs> well, oh, Bobo, real Bobo, I hate to say this, yeah. but I believe you would lose an argument to a microwave oven, not only uh, AI Bobo.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, got me at a Bo- tough time. Bobo,
6: uh, real Bobo, how is your health? He keeps writing me and telling me that things, yeah. what's going on
0: not with you? Good. Well, it took a big turn yesterday. I went to a second opinion surgeon and he goes, your left side is completely compromised with cancer. And he goes, "I, if I was you, he goes, I would not get the radiation. I go, why? He goes, in plain English, he looked at me, he goes, you're fucked. He goes. If that uh, radiation doesn't kill all that cancer, you cannot go and get an operation. He goes. You go. I have a guy. He goes. Well, I could do it myself, but he's he's a tops. This guy Patel, Doctor Patel. He's done like like seventeen thousand of these robotic surgeries. And what do you? What kind says, of cancer do you have? Um,
6: by the way, I, I don't mean to be called Bobo, but this AI it's Bobo different couldn't different. have come at a better time. I mean, my goodness. Uh, yeah. It, is this really serious, Bobo? What what kind of cancer do you have?
0: It's a, all I know. It's an aggressive cancer. I don't have the doctors Wait a minute, I, I can look at it. Cause I'm on my yeah, I mean, what is goes.
6: going on here? You How told me you, you had not know
7: your cancer diagnosis.
0: No, it's I'm a T1, but now it's elevated. It's still contained, so it's still within my prostate. But he said the whole left side now is compromised. So and, it's uh, prostate you know, cancer. What's that? That's, what, would you say, Robin?
7: It's prostate cancer. That's all we yeah. were asking. What
0: oh, kind yeah, of cancer yeah. That's do what you I have.
6: said the other day. That's prostate cancer. He starts in with T1, left side compromise, but. Well, you're T1 fucked. What do left. you mean you're fucked? If you, I mean, um, prostate cancer can be treated. I mean, I'm not saying it's a fun thing to have, it's a terrible thing to have. But what what can't they just do a surgery and and remove
0: it? That's what I'm gonna do now, Howard. I'm gonna right. go get the surgery, have the whole thing taken out. And he says, I have patients that come back to me and you're at zero. There's no more, you right. know, P S I it's down to zero. He goes, then he goes, if something should, you know, surface, then you can get, you know, a little radiation. He goes, but if you do radiation they found that it comes back and you want to do surgery, he goes
6: no, okay, I, I now I know what's going on, Robbie. Yeah, know you know what's so going stuff. on.
0: I, I do.
7: I, look, I understand
6: yeah. now. Okay. So my All right. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. And yeah. AI Bobo, I thank God we have you. If anything goes wrong with Bobo, we, yeah. we know that
0: we have AI Bobo. AI hey, will know, be you know, victorious. Howard, I listen every day, and it's just, I. It's hard for me to call him the show that I love.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's Bobo driving over a bridge. <laughs>
8: Bobo
6: listen to me its should listen yeah. nobody wants a diagnosis with any kind of cancer whatsoever but I, I it sounds to me like the doctor is saying you can treat it right and and eliminate it
0: yeah that's what I'm gonna do'm so okay. gonna have a, a pet scan today to make sure from head to toe it it didn't go anywhere else but he didn't think he doesn't think it did so he's, he's right, giving me right. something to stop Slow down the cancer
6: right now. All right. Real good. Okay, Bobo. You let us know how you do. Okay. Uh, I will. Thanks, man. Right. Bye. Wait, way to kill the uh, AI Bobo
0: bit, huh?
7: I know. Yeah. Now we're, we're worried and we can't use AI Bobo.
0: Yeah, this sucks. (laughs) I gave cancer to the bit.
6: (laughs) (laughs) You did. You really killed. You killed the uh, AI Bobo. I don't uh, know. What can I tell you, pal?
0: Come on, Howard. Howard, do you ever stop and pinch yourself after you interview someone like the great Boba Spicehand or Keith Richards? Your thoughts. <laughs>
6: <laughs> well, anyway, AI Bobo, I'm sorry the bit got kind of like on a downturn when Bobo, the real Bobo, called in with cancer. You would never do that, right?
0: No. Now you have rabbits and cats. But will you ever get another dog, and if so, which breed and which size your thoughts? <laughs>
6: <laughs> that really is AI. It's AI, but we, what we did was we had a Bobo impersonator teach the AI his voice.
7: Uh-huh
6: and then AI, AI Bobo went to town for real hey,
7: but couldn't you use real Bobo's voice?
6: That's what I said. But, um, we used a Bobo impersonator and he was, okay. pre- it sounds pretty good. He's pretty
7: good, but you know, not mm, quite Bobo. Yeah.
6: Bobo. AI Bobo. Yeah. Yeah. Are you
0: there? Yeah. <laughs> hey, how you doing there, Howard? What is the last movie that made you cry and why? And do you believe it's okay for men to cry during movies? Your thoughts?
6: <laughs> <laughs> okay thanks ai bobo i'll see you later
0: yeah your thoughts
7: is is Gee. ai bobo now gonna go to what if what's that body of water he
6: goes to a river a lake and he just sits there and looks at it might as well send him down to a body of water because uh, <laughs> real bobo put a real bummer on that one. Oh my goodness we, were, we gotta drown we ai s- bobo We work so hard on creating that (laughs) AI Bobo. You don't even know, like to feed in his voice. And uh, I mean, don't ask. Bobo goes, how would I have cancer? I
7: got, I got some bad news.
6: Yeah. Well, I hope Bobo will be okay.
1: Yeah.
6: You know, there's nothing worse as you can attest to, Robin, than going to a doctor and they go, uh, yeah. You got cancer. And you go, what the fuck? My body's trying to kill me? It's not not fun.
7: Last night, you know, every once in a while, I tune into some cancer things to see what's going on in the world of cancer. And they're having this symposium at Johns Hopkins. I said, oh, good. I'm going to learn something. And the Mm. guy gets on and says, "Uh, 600,000 people die of cancer every year. That's Mm. Uh, in the United States, that's one person dying a minute of cancer. I wow. have to remind you that this is a health crisis, and we have <laughs> and not you're... gotten a hold of it. I'm like, I was, I was gonna go to sleep after this.
6: Yeah, and you're like, you know what? Hey, I'm doing pretty good and everything. I need some words of inspiration here or right, something. I'm it'll Looking be nice. for
7: some good news.
6: Yeah, and he's basically saying to you, Yeah, you're doing well, but it'll get you. Don't worry about
7: it. <laughs> it's like you're fucked.
6: You're screwed, honey. Yeah, that's fucked up. I don't, man, when I got something wrong with me, I don't, I, I just talk to one doctor. That's it. I call up that, you know, Dr. Aegis. I, 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 because I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear negativity. Yeah, I was like, this guy has nothing good
3: to say.
5: Mm-hmm.
6: Anyway, uh. Yeah, I got Stephen A. I got time for one more phone call, and then Stephen A will be here. We're going to talk to him. He's got a lot of stuff going on, but I want—I do want to primarily talk to him about this football because I don't know shit about it.
7: You want to get ready and, for the Super Bowl, huh?
6: <laughs> yeah, I got to get into it. So, in other words, I'll hear you know the predictions, and I realize why people make predictions because people love to gamble on the uh, Super Bowl, and That's guys love right. talking yeah. about this shit. But uh, he's got a podcast. He does talk about sex and things. He's he's more multidimensional than just the, the sports. And uh, I had a good time with Stephen A. When his book came out, he did the show. I'd never really met him before. And it was the first time meeting him on the air. And I found him to be a very, um, I wrote in my journal that night. I said, uh, gee, the guy seemed uh, very thoughtful and deep, very emotionally mm-hmm. um, mature. And not a narcissist, which is rare in our business. You
7: say you think everybody's a narcissist?
6: I don't think everybody's a narcissist, but I found him to have uh, actual. Um, it seemed like he cared about other things than himself. <laughs> but I've got some good questions for Stephen A. Smith, like, all right, like my first question is, what is football anyway? <laughs> Now, I did some research. Steven hates the Dallas Cowboys. Um, Why? Like, I don't know. He hates them. I can't I imagine... get it. Because, you know, yeah, there's different
7: either. people on that team every year.
6: <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, I,
7: but you keep hating them.
6: I don't hate any team. I just, you know, I mean, <laughs> they're all fine to me. I Here's the way I look at sports. When I go to a game, which is rare, I look at these guys and I go wow look at the level they play at look at the fucking athleticism and then particularly with football and sometimes with hockey i go look how they're destroying themselves like it's so sad these guys are elite players they're unbelievably superior when it comes to these you know athleticism and it's a beautiful thing to, to watch to me It's like ballet almost. When I go watch an NBA game, I'm just blown out by these guys and how they can do what they do. But with football, especially, I sit there and go, my God, the concussions, the broken limbs, the the broken brains.
7: Well, now every time something happens, somebody gets carted into a tent to get evaluated and then they come running back out on the field.
6: It's such bullshit, you know. (laughs) But uh anyway, uh, what's going I like on in talking that tent. What is in that tent?
7: Ask I'll tell you what's you in that tent. That.
6: <laughs> you know what's in that tent? A time out. It's a lot of nonsense. <laughs> it's unbelievably horrible what happens to these guys. Look, they want it, they want to make money and it's a way out of uh for many guys poverty. But um Jesus. If I if I was uh, wanting want my kid to be in a sport, I'd go with tennis. Basketball, golf, you know what I mean? I mean, where you might yeah, not die. Yeah. yeah. Did you hear
7: about the, the college guy? I think he's a sophomore in college and he won some big golf tournament, but because he's that. not a pro, he can't accept the million dollar prize.
6: That is a they lot of bullshit.
7: The, they gave it to the guy who came in second.
6: <laughs> Bunch of <laughs> shit. <laughs> tell you life life has a way of fucking you in the ass. Anyway, let me say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to Max. Max has curb your enthusiasm. Curb thank your you, enthusiasm.
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank there you, go. thank you, thank Either you. Better late than never. You. Thank you, thank you. Thank
6: you, Max. Curb oh, your enthusiasm oh, Is Yes, thank you. Yes. Okay, now it's enough. Stephen A. Smith. The, they call him, what do they call you, Stephen? They call you the, the <laughs> face of, of, of uh, ESPN. You yeah. are the man.
2: You're the guy. You're some the people, guy. Some people say that. Some people call me far worse than that. How you doing, Howard?
6: Pretty good. Good to see you. It's good um, to see you, uh, man. I, I was shocked. The last conversation we had mm-hmm. on the phone, you called me to to announce that you built your own Radio studio and I got to tell you I didn't know what I was expecting
2: but Jesus no, that it's was, some stu- it was a, it's, it's a television studio yeah Yeah, yeah right it,
6: yeah it's radio and television yeah. it's like isn't yeah. it it's like everything It's everything yeah when you say you built it that takes some balls How much money does it cost to build something I mean that looks like a state-of-the-art television studio And you put up your own money mm-hmm. close to two million Did everyone say
2: to you don't do it get somebody else to put up the money yeah um, I think but, I said
1: that.
2: <laughs> you know, you, you know how you doing, Robert? I mean, for, for me, for me personally, it, it was just very, very important to me. Just you know, to establish a level of independence, and you know, obviously, I'm incredibly happy at Disney and ESPN and the career that I've had there. But I have aspirations that extend beyond that. Um, and for me to to have my own studio, to be able to build, uh, the, and make the kind of investment in myself, it was a statement per se. Just in my mind um, that that i'm moving on up and that i've got future aspirations that extend far beyond the corridors of espn i always want to be a part of it hopefully that'll be the case um but i definitely have uh aspirations that extend beyond that and i wanted to send that message and i wanted the world to know that so that's what i did
6: you must have a pretty good agent because um you know when you work for espn normally in a contract Mm-hmm. Like, I know I couldn't start a, a podcast or a, right. or a broadcast of, uh, because mm-hmm. I work for uh, SiriusXM, XM right. and uh, they pay me and ESPN pays you. Mm-hmm. And, and they said it was OK
2: for you to go do a YouTube or a television project of your own. Well, it's, it's actually it's actually deeper than that. <clears throat> First of all, I'm I'm blessed and fortunate because I've got great relationships. A with Bob Iger for Walt Disney's CEO. And do you the, go to
6: his house for dinner, Stephen? Say what? Do you go to his house for dinner,
2: Bob lunch. Iger? Lunch. lunch
6: you lunch had dinner. lunch at Bob Iger's estate. Yes.
2: Yes, wow. B- very, very blessed to be there, you know, cause he doesn't invite everybody, I can tell you that. So once in a lifetime thing. So I was very grateful, uh, for that. What but did I,
6: you eat at that,
2: uh, no, 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 no you, you know, what, just, I, I what, just chilled out, drank some Pepsi and sat there and chit-chatted with him for a couple of hours. So that I did. And then Jimmy Pitaro is the president of ESPN, the combination of those two. And Jimmy Pitaro and I have got a re- great relationship and he didn't have to do it. So I have to give him a load of thanks because remember, I had an employee contract. and and in order to do this, I had to carve it out of my contract uh, that I would be allowed to do my own YouTube show, that I would be allowed to have my own podcast and what have you. And so he didn't have to do that. But, you know, when I negotiated my contract back around 2019, um, I told him it was something that I wanted to do. And we had a handshake agreement that that was something that he was going to allow me to do. And then a few years later, lo and behold, even though I was under a contractual agreement as an employee uh, to be with ESPN, he remembered what he had said to me, and he was a man of his word, and he kept his word. And then also, uh, I, I can't deny it. Uh, I've got an agent at, at William Morris Endeavor by the name of John Rosen, who's one of the best in the business. Uh, but the man himself is the president, Mark Shapiro. Mark Shapiro is the guy that hired me in 2003 at ESPN. He is the president of William Morris Endeavor. And what he did was, I mean, I went to him years ago. I said, it's time. And he was like, what? I said, it's time for you to represent me. And that's what he did. So he's my, a, he's my guy. He's my guy.
6: But when you do your YouTube TV show. Yes, sir. It, it,
2: do you do the, in other words, do you do the sports thing on there? Because I do um, some sports. I do pop culture. I do politics. I do everything. Politics. I'm not Yes. Have you come out and endorsed uh, someone for? Prep? Where are you? I see. I don't know this party. Okay, I I'm a registered. You, I know you. Let me be very clear. I'm a registered independent. I'm not enamored with either candidate. I don't like Trump because I think that he'll cause civil war in this country. And I think he'll be on a vengeance towards the president of the United States if he were to get reelected. And in the case of Joe Biden, I have nothing against the man personally. Um, uh, my issue with him is his age and how I should say I, it's not because of his age. It's because he doesn't appear as cogent as I'd like him to be. I think but let that, me ask you something. Sure. Is the country you see, I hear this rap all the time. Sure. And I
6: know people who are not into Trump. Their their yep. their rap is this: Look, right. Trump. What like you say? Trump yeah. could cause a civil war. Trump yes. is a guy who's now mm-hmm. up on charges for insurrection. I mean, right. you know, this yeah, is yeah, serious
2: yeah, stuff. Four four indictments, ninety one counts. It's ridiculous. And you have people out there that literally, if if Trump were to get uh, convicted and was a convicted felon, and they put him in a zebra suit and put him behind bars. They would still vote for him. That is what should alarm us all in this country. I mean, first of all, that's utterly ridiculous. But here's the problem. How in God's name do we not have something in our Constitution that would prohibit a convicted felon who literally is behind bars from still being the president of the United States of America? How the hell did we let that happen in this country? That doesn't make any sense to me. I agree with you. But then I look at America now.
6: I'm Mm -hmm. not saying that Joe Biden has fixed every problem. There's certainly a lot of problems. But sometimes I think we turn to presidents like, wow, you know. Every, everybody should have, uh, you know, this, that, and the other. Right. They can't solve everything. But mm-hmm. I see a country doing better, better economically. economically. I mean, you look at the stock market. Trump mm-hmm. used to go, uh, the stock market. The stock market's higher than ever. Okay. Uh, I think people are not, listen, the American dream is hurting. There are, there are a, lot a lot of people, people who can't, can't afford them. Home. There are People listen and that. But the country is running. You don't wake up every day mm-hmm. worried that uh, you know that, that someone's going to overthrow the government, right? And, it's, uh, and, and, and we have a reasonable agenda going. Well, so why uh, why is age such a factor? Well, I mean, here's, here's, here's what well. here's
2: what I think. Respectfully, I think you're missing about my point. I would vote for Biden any day of the week ahead of Trump. Which right. is something I've told Sean Hannity, I've told conservatives like Sean Hannity, Mark Levin, you know, Andrew Wilkow here at Sirius XM and others. I would vote for Biden over Trump in a heartbeat uh, because right. just because I believe the presidency is more of a statesmanship position than anything else. You've got, uh, you know, 435 congressional figures. You got 100, sen- uh, you know, Senate figures. Uh, right. The country, you know, you, you, you have from the presidency. Yes, he has a lot of power, but ultimately it's about statesmanship. And I definitely think Biden is better at that than Trump is. However, I'm not saying that Biden is awful and I look at him now and, oh, my God, please get him away. What I'm saying is you're asking me to look at an 82 year old man who seems to have lost a little bit of his step at the very least true. and say right. invest for more years in him. And this is the big thing, because I've spoken to numerous politicians about this from the Cory Bookers to the Byron Donalds of the world to Gavin Newsom in California and others. Uh, Eric Adams, the mayor here in New York, say, uh, others. It is an absolute disgrace on the part of the Democratic Party. member, Democrats, liberals, key word here. Progressives, and you're begging us—begging rather—an 82 year old man to run for re-election. That's really what you're I, asking. I what, think what, what have you done as a part? Beg-
6: but, but Stephen, they're begging him because he has proven to be
2: a guy who can be Trump. so No, 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 you no know, But that's where I'm going. I'm glad you said that because that's mm-hmm. where I'm going. What the hell have you been doing? That in the year 2024. You have to rely on an 82 year old to beat a 78 year old man with right. four counts, with four indictments, 91 counts against him. How in the hell are we sitting here in the year 2024? And that's what you need in order to beat him, not Nikki Haley, not Chris Christie, not even Ron DeSantis. No, 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 no. You need a 82 year old man to run for re-election because you could not come up over the span of the last 6-7 years you couldn't come up with a candidate that's more capable of beating Donald Trump. I think that is the ultimate indictment against the Democratic Party. I think that they have dropped the ball on a litany of issues which are things I've told some of them to their face. I disagree. I think the Democratic Party is
6: in a bind because the public has gotten so wacky. It has nothing to do with the candidates. There's many fine candidates. The country has gone so berserk Mm -hmm. that that literally... You can't even get good people, qualified people, to even run for office. That's not true. They're, they're dropping like flies because when you run for office now, you get death threats. You get people ready to blow you up. They're ready to fuck you over. Okay. I think some of our best and brightest are saying the hell no to
2: politics. I think things have gotten so wacky. Well, listen, first of all, I'm not saying that some of the best and brightest um, are electing not to participate. I get you on that point. I'm just simply yep. saying some who are in office are some of our best and brightest. Here's the problem, though. Would you I'm- ever run for office? Hell no. no. Hell no. You know why? No, no, no. You're making a lot of money. That's right. Right. Doing your thing. Stop right there. If if it wasn't listen, I'm I'm not gonna give up. (laughs) Let's be let's uh, I'm on Howard Stern show, man. Let me be very, very candid. I'm not giving I'm not giving up my quality of life to earn four hundred thousand dollars a year and be stressed every day. Exactly. It ain't happening. Okay, so that's right. It's that simple to me. But here's my point. You have people that are in office they don't resonate you got and i and this is the part that i want you to understand howard stern has been around forever there is no way that that happens if you haven't adapted cultivated an audience while also ingratiating yourself with others out there to continue to build your audience you're the man and so what happens is over the course and period of time You've learned and you've seen the forest from the trees, you recognize what work and doesn't work, and you've ingratiated yourself with an audience that allows you to continue to have a big time show. These politicians don't do that. You see, did you watch Tim Scott last night speaking at some rally in New Hampshire for Trump? Can, could you be more corny? I, I'm just—I mean, could you be more corny? I, I'm not—I'm not—I'm not disrespecting the man. The man is a senator. You know, right. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I'm a registered independent. But let me be very, very clear. I'm fiscally conservative. I'm socially liberal. That's how I roll. I'm tired of all these damn taxes. I want to move to Florida, Texas, or some place with no state income tax. That's my dream. Okay, to be right. in warm weather with no state income tax. <laughs> That's my dream. But the point that I'm trying to make to you, Howard, is this: When you see these people, I looked at him last night, and I'm like. My God, I mean, the the crowd was just a, 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 a thud because he was so boring. And you I remember years ago when we've seen various other politicians, they just didn't resonate. Damn it. Find somebody who does. Find somebody you you can't. I understand you could be smart. I understand you could be educated. I understand that you can know, you know, legislation and you can know the tricks of the trade in terms of just being politically efficient. But my God, somebody's got to teach you how how to find a pulse, how, how to how to resonate with a crowd. If not, you find somebody who does. The Democrats haven't done it. That's the issue. They can't find anybody. They can't find anybody that resonate. And I understand Barack Obama set an incredible standard because, my God, when it came to giving a speech, who did it better. We all know how smooth that brother was. But the bottom line is, I mean, you could come. Somebody could come close, do something. and, And the Dems don't have it. They don't have it. And they can't beat a 78-year-old man with nine, with four counts, with four indictments and 91 counts against him who <laughs> will likely be convicted of a felony and you can't touch him. It's but embarrassing. But doesn't that say? It's the, embarrassing.
6: But isn't it more embarrassing for the American people that that's what they accept? As as something, it's not the well, candidate. Well, 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 I mean, well. Gavin Newsom would be an excellent candidate, uh, and and a lot of Democrats they throw. Al Franken is gone from God knows what reason. I mean, yeah. uh, he was great. I mean, there are some really
2: really well, fine well, people, well, wait, but wait, wait, the wait, a, American on, public hold on, hold on, hold on. doesn't embrace. But them. you said God for knows for what reason. Let's be clear about Al Franken. What? He was forced out by the Dems. You yes, threw, you, you, you You turned your back zero. on him because right. you wanted to embrace this quote-unquote woke culture because you thought it would curry votes. That's what you did. And then all of a sudden now you look at some of those seats. Well, damn, we could use that help right now. Oh, you think? You didn't think ahead of time? No, they don't because you thought that you wanted to get into these culture wars and that that was going to deliver the goods for you, which to some degree, some would argue it did. I say no, it did not. Trump scared the living hell out of a America, And as a result, we said enough, enough, enough of this noise is just too much to deal with. He's got to go. So let's get some civility back into the White House as opposed to somebody that's attacking everybody from Kathy Griffin to Lord knows who else. OK, we didn't need that problem. So, OK, we're going to go the route of going with Biden. Cool. Let's get, let, let's get our house back in order. But now it's approaching four years later. And, and clearly there's momentum that has dipped precipitously. And because that momentum has dipped, I'm looking at the Dems and I'm saying we got Gavin Newsom out here having debates against Ron DeSantis on Fox News with Sean Hannity hosting, looking presidential. And, and listen. You can say he's liberal. You, Some people call him a socialist. My issue is, is that we know the problems that exist in California in terms of taxes, homelessness and other things. And obviously, there's a lot to complain about in California um, outside of the weather in Southern California, of course. But he clearly appears to be the most vociferous and the most effective voice for the Democratic Party out there. But you have no choice but to invest in Biden because that's the only sure thing you think it is. And Kamala Harris is the vice president of the United States. And it's not even a consideration in most people's eyes. I think that's a sad indictment against the Democratic Party.
6: I think it's a sad indictment against the people of America. I think they've driven everyone out that's any good. They've made politics such a dirty business that the top and the best don't want to go into it anymore. Okay. Okay. You won't. I think what you're saying is very inspiring. I said to myself, hmm, Stephen A. Smith might be a good guy to be in office. Well, you're not going to
2: do it. I would tell you you You're a successful man. Can I confess to you, though? I I will. I will. People will call me crazy. Obviously, I have my show First Take on ESPN every weekday morning, right? Yes. Yes. It's a debate show. I would love to be in a presidential debate. I, nothing. I think you do great. Oh my, no, no, I'd eat him alive. Yeah, I, I, but you wouldn't I, do I, it. I, I, you I'd wouldn't do them. it. But I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't run for we, the, I wouldn't run for the presidency, but I'd debate Trump any day of the week. Any day of the week, name the time and place and I'd show up. Yeah, but I, isn't it sad?
6: It, yeah. Isn't it sad that when we were kids growing up, right? at least when I was growing up, yep. people would say, ooh, maybe one day I'll be president of the United States mm-hmm. when you would dream about the greatest job or maybe, you know, contributing to society. Yeah. Now, I think kids growing up are like, fuck that. I want a show like Stephen A. Smith. I don't want, I don't want to be the president of the United States. That's right. a thankless job. That's when people want to kill you and yep. people hate you.
2: Data, it's like, yeah, it's like the presidency is ruined. Well, Even being a, listen, I will remind you that John F. Kennedy got, got assassinated in 1963. Yep. I will remind you that Reagan got shot in the eighties. Um, yep. I, I mean, it's not like, It's just now that people are fearful for their lives if they were to become the president of the United States of America. We had a situation where Barack Obama was the president and somehow some way, you know, the commander in chief, the leader of the free world had to worry about somebody penetrating the gates of the White House in D.C. and getting to the doorsteps of the White House while he and his family were in there. I mean, listen, times have gotten crazy, but times have been crazy for a long time. Here's the difference. In the case Of Trump, he's made incivility popular and acceptable. That's what he has done. And so I I, I, but I don't I shouldn't say that. It's not that he's made it that way. I believe that. There were people craving to be that way. And once he arrived, they said, we got our guy. Now it's oh, it's perfectly all right because we, we, we see him doing. it. I'm not holding him totally responsible because if you're an adult, you're responsible for your own actions. But nevertheless, I think that level of incivility has no place in a position like the White House. And that's my position. And you're so right
6: because I think that's another reason really good people don't want to run. They don't want to be ridiculed. They don't want, you know, it used to be a debate on policy and this whole idea of Trump saying, well, here's your nickname, your meatball, Ron, and this and
2: that. That's because they have no comeback. I mean, could you imagine? Do you know what I would do? If if I was on a stage with Trump and Trump tried to talk about the way that I look, do you know how much material I have? Look at, <laughs> yeah, of are course. Are you kidding me? Are you are you kidding me? I mean, I mean, I, I, I marvel at how people have limited comebacks for him. Jeb Bush, you know, low energy, no comeback. Marco Rubio, little Marco, you know, no comeback. You know, I, I mean, but that's I, the point, Stephen. Who you, wants to, it, the people are
6: like, well, who the fuck wants to be in a debate? Where you're sitting there and the guy with the best nickname, when you're talking about the future of the United States of America, the, the world's greatest well, what's superpower. What's it worth to
2: you, Howard? What's it worth to you? Let me tell you something. If it's worth it to me, I'm gonna be ready. You yeah, know, but you, you and I are in that business. You be We're commu- in the business of having comebacks. Yeah, We're quick. You, That's you what we be, do. You gotta be, you gotta be a communicator. If you, if, you try, if you're you aspiring to be the commander in chief, you gotta know how to communicate. You gotta know how to resonate with an audience.
6: Your point about incivility is so great. You know, when this guy, uh bringing it back to sports, Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. okay, I don't know what your thoughts are about him, but he attacked... He's a attacked. bad man. Yeah. He, uh, I don't know anything about football, but He's I phenomenal. do know... He's phenomenal. Uh, I love uh, uh Jimmy Kimmel. He's a good guy. Yes, yes. I guess uh, there it's was a some man. beef there. But Aaron instead of like using his wit, as mm-hmm. you're pointing out, mm-hmm. he says about Jimmy Kimmel, I... I He's going to show up on the Epstein Island list.
2: He was wrong. Of course he's wrong. He was wrong to intimate that. He was wrong to do that. I heard his explanation on the Pat McAfee show thereafter. And it's clear. And he made it clear that he wasn't trying to, you know, intimate that. And, and he didn't apologize. But he made it clear that he wasn't trying to intimate that. But he also made it clear. I don't like this man. The man has trolled me in the past. Understood. We don't like each other. And so when he gave that context, I get it. But that's not something to play with
6: but people are now making up stuff and i i don't know how much you want to talk about this i'm not running from anything
2: i'm on the house turn show i'm here
6: good Stephen. this guy um i watched the 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 video because i knew you were coming on i didn't know anything about this i loved your book you know i did yes i thought your book was fabulous it just came out in paperback i'll give you you a a plug this guy uh i don't even know who he is i've Mm -hmm. never heard of him before jason whitlock i don't know him okay but he did like a, to me, in my opinion, like mm-hmm. an Aaron, he did an Aaron Rodgers on you. Mm-hmm. In other words, you wrote a book, you talked about your history, mm-hmm. you talked about, uh, right. your experience with basketball, you personally, yeah. when you played, yeah. when you were in high school, and then you got yeah. a break in college. And he basically went on and said, oh, Stephen A. Smith's lying. <laughs> lying.
0: Right. No,
12: right.
6: no evidence that you're lying. Right. That I, that, that I heard from the guy, I listened to a whole yeah. conversation of his, right. I want, because I wanted to see what this controversy was. Right. And all of a sudden, you're getting attacked. You see what I mean? And it's shitty. Like, you don't want to be involved in that. You're like, fuck this guy. You know, but eventually you came out and made a statement. Well, I had
2: to. I had had to. to. I had to. um, Listen, I I, I promised uh, my bosses, Howard. I promised my family. I even promised my pastor literally beforehand. That's what I'm going to do. I've never done it before in my professional career. And I will never do it again. But this one time I'm going to make this exception and I'm going to ask y'all to live with it because it's not what I do. Um, and without getting into it, and I'll never mention his name again and I'll never talk about him again. What I will do is explain why I did what I did. I have been attacked. For 12 straight years, I've never by said, this guy. Yes, I've never said a word, not no. even his name. He has attacked me. He has attacked numerous friends and contemporaries in this business. Personal attacks, relentless, nonstop. He attacked networks. He's attacked employers. He's attacked colleagues. He's attacked me. And so I said, look, at some point in time, I am Stephen A., and I have a bullhorn that most people in this industry don't have But on Steve, behalf of me when you and get all sweat- of the folks, all of the folks, because I'm telling you right now, I totally understand. You're right. Everybody's right. Never do it again. Don't get out of character. I never will do that again. You have my word. And I said I would never speak about it again. And I didn't. All I'm doing is explaining what I did, what I did that day. Every black person. That I know in this industry thanked me for what I did because it has been that relentless and unabated. I mean, you know, when you have somebody that's willing to do that, it's just a moment that lives in time where you want to do something that says this is who you are. Let everybody know what my perspective is. Now I move on with my life and that is well what i I've think done. attacking attacking the big guy which is you
6: yeah. you know you've you've clawed your way to the top nobody gave you anything damn right nobody handed you anything damn right and and then suddenly you realize what's going on the game is hey mm-hmm. i'm being attacked i'm being accused mm-hmm. of shit that that there's no proof of
2: well it's, it's but fact, they're using it's, me let, let's be, he's, let's he's be using very, you to get an audience let, let's be very clear i have friends i have teammates uh high school colleges go to the hospital look up their records uh look at teachers professors coaches etc my book that i wrote straight shooter a memoir second chances and first takes like you said is now in paperback straight shooter com. by the way let's be very very clear about this simon and schuster has editors one is amy bell another guy his imprint is charles suit ask him You understand what I'm saying? Ask Rashawn Rashawn McDonald, the dear friend of mine who's been in my life and is still in my life and a part of my business and a close confidant of mine. Ask my sisters, ask my colleagues, ask the folks that are NBA, um, NBA shoot around, which is now NBA countdown on ESPN, because I would be in my office with between once I, you did countdown from seven to seven thirty, for example. And then after that, we had to stick around for a couple of games and come on at halftime. Well, in between, when we're watching the games, I was writing my book. All right, not just at home, but in the office. I mean, the evidence is there. And, and, and let me be very, very clear about something. <sighs> How can I put this in, a, in the most decent but direct manner possible? As I said in my book, my mother said it best. It's a hell of a lot easier to force people to live with your truth than it is for you to live with your lies. Nobody's important enough to be lying to Howard. They're just not. I mean, I mean, I mean. Life is. uh, Listen, I've got one of. Listen, nothing's perfect, but I have one of the best jobs in America. Okay, I work for one of the uh, uh, of the best companies and some of the best bosses on this planet. I'm making good money. Okay, life is kind of good. I don't. Why do I need to write a book? Okay, you, where I'm going to ruin your life? Lies? And are, you, right. are you are you kidding me? So so right. it's like you just sit up there and then. But I tell you what I take from it, and it and it speaks to my personality. How it, I, it it's it's a sick trait that I have that I'll openly admit. I love adversity because I find out who my true friends and loved ones are. When adverse circumstances hit. See, I know that the hits are going to come because when you're at or near the top, they're coming for you. You understand? People like to swing up. I get it. But the flip side to that is that. If you appear to get knocked down at any point. Who's there? Who support you? Yeah, you
6: know who your true friends are. You know
2: are. who your friends are, and I'm I, I, I'm one of those people. Women have complained about it with me. Friends have complained about it with me. Sometimes my, especially my sister Carmen, my sister Linda, Abigail, all, all of them periodically, but none more than Carmen. They get on me because they're like, you're constantly in test mode, test mode, test mode. You test people, and they say, and I say, why do you do that? I said because Carmen, life changes and life is consistently altered and we're forced as human beings to adapt and when I have to adapt to the challenges that confront me, so do you. If you are a part of my life how are you going to adapt? I've had people in my life Howard in the past and no matter how much I love them no matter how much I adore them, I have genuine love for them they are of value to me When shit got thick, they faltered, they faded a little bit. And I noticed and I'm like this. Okay, you can still be in my life. I love you, but there's a place for you. It ain't here like engulfed in in my personal space because my spirit's got to be strong man and I can't I can't it can't possibly be strong if I'm surrounded by people who care about aesthetics more than reality who care about how things look instead of how things really really are and more importantly who are truly ride and die and are ready to roll with you that's why when my, when I come to my boys one of the best things that I love anytime I go through any kind of adverse circumstances my boys will call me instantly and the first thing they'll do is ask what's going on and the second thing they'll say is yo dog you know we riding with you who are your boys who are your boys my boy cardell Um, obviously, uh, my, you know, I've got a bunch of college buddies. Mark Turner's, my man Spank, Gary Stevens, my man Phil Hayes, Cardell, my man Mark Stevens down in Atlanta, um, Pooley. His name is Rodney Cowan. I only see him about once a year, but I've known him since I was one years old. We're very, very tight. We're very close. Uh, he's a brother to me. My man Jeff Brown out in California. Uh, you know, uh, my, I shouldn't say because he's really my, he's my bodyguard, but my, man juan santiago juvie that's that that, that's my dog i I mean this this man is he's not nobody is touching me on his watch you know and you you got Hmm. people like that i mean i've got a few um in terms of the fellas and and you know to me as it pertains to females obviously there's plenty that love me and care about me and wouldn't let anything happen to me but nobody and i mean nobody Is my sister Carmen and when I say my boys as well, my brother-in-law Darren Odie, uh, he's special to me as well I got I I almost don't want to say names because I got a few more. I just don't want to forget anybody but my sister Carmen um, That's a warrior my personal assistant Sumatra that's a warrior, you know, I mean, when I have people like that, I look at stuff like that. Now, I've had people in my life that, you know, we love you we, and I know they love me and they care about me or whatever. And I'm not questioning that. But when shit gets thick, you know, they, they, they got other things to do and they don't want to really, really want to be bothered. And they don't want that stress because they're thinking about their own spirit. I'm not knocking them for that. I totally appreciate it. But you can't roll with me. You can be in my life. I got love for you from a distance. Hey, how you doing? You good? Everything's all right. Fine. Need anything? We good. But I can't roll with you because I understand what you're saying. I I don't, I don't trust that under no circum, it's like under no circumstances are you fading because I don't fade. I don't fade as far. I'm the kind of person and I'm this way in business and personal. If we family, we family. I'm going to come to you. I get to know Howard Stern. I don't like something that you did. I think it's something that's counterproductive to what your objective is. I'm going to pick up the phone. Yo, Howard, man, what's going on, man? Let me talk to you for a second. I'm going to tell you how I feel. And then after that, I'm going to go out publicly. And I'm going to be like this. Okay, I'm riding with him. You see what I'm saying? In other words, I'm going to let you know I disagree with you. But it doesn't matter. Even if I say I disagree with you. I'm still with you. You right even when you wrong, cause you're mine. That's how I am. And if I got people in my life that I think are shaky like that, we could. But right. you can't. But you can't be in my inner circle. Can't happen.
6: Jeez, I like what you have to say. What are you gonna do? I was thinking about you. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't understand the sports world completely, mm-hmm. but I understand this as a broadcast. Mm-hmm. You work for ESPN, right? Yes, sir. Um, there's talk now, mm-hmm. tell me if I have this right, Sure. that ESPN and the NFL mm-hmm. might merge Okay. In some sort of
2: deal. Yeah, have you possible. heard about this? I've heard Very about it. Possible. It's possible. I mean, I don't know anything about it other than what we've read because the bosses haven't tipped me off to that. But I think it's feasible. I think it's, I think it's plausible. I think it's something that I don't think we should be averse to, quite frankly. See, I thought you'd say something different. What? I thought you'd be scared shitless of that, and I'll tell you why.
6: Okay. You're a guy who's outspoken, you give Mm -hmm. your opinion about Mm -hmm. the NFL, Mm -hmm. and sometimes to the detriment of the NFL. Mm -hmm. You're not always, you know, the NFL isn't always your favorite. Right. If those guys enter into a business together, I see that as dangerous. It's what happened to radio. Mm -hmm. We ended up with two companies owning all the radio (laughs) stations. Mm -hmm. Right. So Stephen A. Smith says something controversial about the NFL. The Mm -hmm. NFL doesn't like it. They pick up the phone to your boss at ESPN and say, listen, Mm -hmm. tell that motherfucker to shut up.
2: Mm -hmm. He's pissing us off. Mm -hmm. That's going to suck. That would be a bad. I feel where you're coming from. What I would say to you is I can't speak for everyone else. Stephen A. Smith has no concern about that. I'm going to say what I feel. I'm going to make sure it's fact-based. More importantly, I'm going to reach out. Like, I can reach out to Roger Goodell directly. Right. I can reach out to Troy Vincent, the executive VP of the NFL, directly. I can reach out to an abundance of individuals in the NFL League office and the Players Association directly. Yes, and say, but yo, this is what I'm going to do. Here's why. This is where I stand. And as long as you're straight up about where you stand, you do your homework, you cultivate your sources, and you have that information, then... They can try to stop you, but in the end, it's something that's very, very difficult to do. Where people mess up is that they just want to go willy-nilly and speak off the cuff about things they may not know. And as a league, you have every right to push back as strongly as you choose. If somebody's uh, opinions and editorials and what have you are not fact-based and they're just running their mouths in an effort to denigrate you. But if you think Roger Goodell is doing a shit job
6: about something, Mm -hmm. you you do. I know this as a broadcaster. You you don't feel exactly comfortable with that. You don't. If the NFL has a piece of ESPN, even if you're speaking your truth. Right. It's like, you know what? I'm going to keep my mouth shut here Mm -hmm. because Roger Goodell owns my company and I want him to like me. But, but,
2: But that's how you look at it. What I'm saying to you, Howard, because of the exceptional broadcaster that you have been all of these years, I know for a fact without ever asking you this question that no matter what you say, you know, 50 percent more that you don't say. Every day you step in front of the microphone and the camera, you make a judgment call. But your judgment is ethical because your business is based on that. And so as a result, what you're saying is I'm going to exercise ethics and morals and professionalism in addressing this. But we all make decisions every single day. There are some things we can say and there are some things we can't. We understand it. And we go accordingly.
6: Let me uh, turn to this, Stephen, because I only have you for a half hour more. Because you're actually busy. You actually have things to do. A lot of my <laughs> guests have nothing to do. They, they sit here six, seven hours. You got uh, to
2: invite me. If you would have came, me if you would have wanted me to come in here at 7 o'clock, I would have been in here at 7 for you. But go Well, ahead. listen, I, you're a busy guy. <laughs> yeah. But... Uh, is
6: there, I'm going to ask you some sports questions because sure. I know people like that stuff. And, sure. uh, and, 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 and I'm interested, too. Is there too much football on TV? No. We're now up to three nights a week. What is your feeling on that? That <sighs> we just have too much of it?
2: We never get enough football because there's only 17 games in a regular season before the playoffs begin. And the National Football League has done an absolutely exceptional job of marketing itself as an event. I have never seen anything in my life where every single week it's an event. That's the National Football League. Not just because of the games, because of the tailgate parties, because of the sports bars, okay, and stuff like that. You have to get it because in each respective city, you know, it could be... Week five or six of the NFL season and it could cost you a playoff berth a particular loss to a particular team and stuff like that. Every week matters. NFL, NBA, 82 games. NHL, 82 games. Major League Baseball, 162 games. There's a lot of action. So there's plenty of time in a season where even though it matters, it doesn't matter as much. The Lakers are three games under 500, hypothetically. But you know what? We still got January, February, March, and April. We'll be just fine. You know, you don't get to do that in the NFL. You don't get to do that. You got to show up. And every week counts and that is what makes the nfl what it is and you know what else is
6: amazing to me the business of the nfl that's right i thought for sure there was going to be a revolt when they put a game on peacock and every if you wanted to see that game you had to sign up for peacock that's
2: right 30 30 plus million watched
6: miami Dolphins. unbelievable right unbelievable did you did you predict that? I mean, would
2: you ever imagine that? Yes, 30 I million people I would have because see this is sort of a twist between sports and politics what I'm about to say to you. Look at every moment of change in our history. It's been sparked by young people. And right. if you are a parent, I religiously said this to people. What's the number one issue with kids? I want to do what I want to do, when I want to do it, how I want to do it, without repercussions. I want to do what the hell I want to do. You understand what I'm saying? I got my hand out for your money, Dad. I got your hand out for your money, Mom. But I don't want, I just want. I, this is what I want to do. Okay, that's fine. Here's the problem. What is the, what is it, what is it that the kid is saying? Let's parlay that with the NFL. I don't want to watch it on TV. I want to watch it on my phone, on my iPad, on my computer. I don't want to watch it at 10 o'clock. I want right. to watch it at 1 o'clock. Or I want to watch it at 3 o'clock. Or I want to watch it at 5 o'clock. They want to do what they want to do, when they want to do it, how they want to do it. And here's the beauty of the National Football League that's unparalleled. It's the one sport that tells you emphatically, you'll watch it when we tell you to watch it. You'll watch right. it where we tell you to watch it. <laughs> and you ain't going to do a damn thing about it watch it okay and that's exactly now the nba is successful with that as well to some degree because in streaming and digital the nba is big time but nothing is the nfl and that we we have to remember that and i say all of that let's go back quickly to the whole colin kaepernick situation country divided Along racial lines, black folks supporting Colin Kaepernick, white folks not so much. Folks on the right politically not supporting him. Folks on the left absolutely supporting him. And everybody, hell with the NFL. Hell with the NFL. Until Sunday came. Until <laughs> Monday night came. <laughs> right. Until Thursday night came. Their asses was right in front of the TV watching the game. They could talk it's all the stuff they want. I know, I know one dude that swears he ain't watched football. I said, okay, you the fool. Because ain't nobody yeah. following you. You're a one-man march. Ain't nobody follow, ain't nobody marching with you on that one. They're going to watch their football. That's the NFL, and the NFL knows that is the NFL. So what do they do? They're on direct TV. What do they do? They transition to YouTube TV. What do they do? Not only that, then they go from YouTube TV, and by the way, the product looked better, okay? More clear, 4K, whatever the hell it is, right? Then you go, and you say, okay. Not NBC. we going to do Peacock. It's an app. <laughs> right. And the audience is larger than it was on linear television. That is what the NFL is. And the NFL is spearheading and introducing new options to the rest of the world that the world will undoubtedly follow the second they get an opportunity to do so.
6: Steven, am I a poser? I never watch football. Uh, Never. I haven't watched the whole season. And yet here we are down in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Should I be allowed to watch, because uh, I have not been loyal, I have not watched the games, maybe I should be banned from
2: watching no, the games. not at all, because what did I say football 's an event. the NFL right. is an event, and I think that you know Roger Goodell takes a lot of heat. But I give him a lot of credit. Roger Goodell knows what he's doing, um, and he and his team have marketed the hell out of this sport. Give the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, Jerry Jones and others credit. They've assisted in marketing the hell out of the sport. Of course, nobody deserves more credit than the players themselves. Uh, but when it comes to marketing the sport, NFL is special. Um, they're usually proactive, even though in some instances they have they've been more reactive than proactive. But in the end, the bottom line is they know what the hell they're doing. And I, I think they've done a, a phenomenal. Listen, football in Europe is soccer. Right. People will tell you there is nothing bigger than football, which is soccer worldwide. Absolutely positively fine. Don't bring that to America. No, terrible football, game. football, football in America is the yeah. NFL. Nobody wants to hear anything. Football in America is the National Football League. I uh, couldn't agree more. I do not want to watch a sport where people can't use their hands. Why would <laughs> I not use my hands? It's a stupid yeah. thing. You're yeah. absolutely right. I wouldn't say it's a stupid <laughs> thing. I think soccer is a great yeah. sport. But in no, America, terrible. football, to call that football, no. Football to us is the National Football League. Do you... um I know you've said
6: this whole thing with Taylor Swift. First of all, yeah. Travis Kelsey has to marry Taylor Swift, right? Why? He's crazy. Why? 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 What are you talking about? Well, he will uh, then get a movie career. He'll be bigger than
2: The Rock. Okay. Well, I, mean, uh, all right. I mean, this is it. This is that, that, his chance. That, that, that's, that's fair. First of all, let's say this. <sighs> We're talking about a woman. Right. Who's going to be your wife. That's correct. You and I both know this. With rare exceptions. All of that ain't ma all of that don't matter if you ain't happy at home. Now you could have the career, you could have the money. He is a two time Super Bowl champion. He's on the verge right. of potentially being a three-time Super Bowl champion. Universally recognized as one of the greatest tight ends in the history of football. Good-looking dude. Got style. Yeah. Got flair. He's got skills. He's got a future in this business. And this business right here, once he retires from football, I'm here to tell you that. Because he's got the look. He's got the style. He's got the stature. He's got the pizzazz. He's the total package, okay? And he's a really, really good dude. Travis so he Kelsey, doesn't need her Travis what you saying I'm saying it's all relative if you're a dude that's willing to mooch off of a woman and 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 live off of her to get the lifestyle well I'm not yeah. you know what I'm not nah, you know you know my story <laughs> with my father I'm just like I I, I I'm, right. I'm not I'm not taking money from a woman but what I'm saying to you is that if you got it going on all right then you don't know, don't get me wrong. Taylor Swift is a good looking woman. She's an incredible artist. I went to her concert with my daughter. You went member. to her concert. I went to her concert. Man, Howard, it was off the chain. You it, loved it. it. It was off the chain. I loved it. I couldn't believe how much I loved it. I don't listen to Taylor Swift music, but until right. until that day, she was. Phenomenal. I went to SoFi Stadium in LA. My daughter Samantha was with me because she, 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 she had already went to see it with my daughter Nyla. She wanted to go back. And, and I said, come on, baby, we can go. No problem. And she had an absolute blast. I saw Taylor Swift receive a nine minute standing ovation in between wow. songs. In between. What is it? They wouldn't let her. These little girls. Look, look, they know every song. They know every lyric of every song. Black, white, Latina, Asian. Really? Everything. Everything. I thought it was a mostly white audience. Howard, I saw everybody. It was a mosaic. I saw everything. I saw everything. Wow. And I'm telling you right now, no one was sitting down. Howard, the concert was three and a half hours nonstop. There was no intermission how are you ready for this go ahead i'm 56 years old i stood up for the three and a half hours i never sat down <laughs> look at you <laughs> i didn't sit down for three and a half hours she was spectacular now nobody's beyonce to me i'm a beehive person all day every day beyonce is you the have said beyonce half. is your number one pick number one
6: in terms of one sexual feelings from you well, I'm not going that far. But, no, but, 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 in other not, words, what you're saying is you're most sexually attracted to a woman who looks like Beyonce. Am I correct? Easy, easily. Easily. Who I are mean, your to Top five. Repeat wanna... it. I know your top five. Tell the people you're top five. What do you
2: mean my top five? You don't know my top five. I never told you my top I five. Know, I know, it,
6: but I'm want i not going to speak for you. You're never, I'll,
2: I'll tell you. I mean, for God's sake. All right, you, you really? All right. Yeah. <laughs> Jay-Z is my boy. I love you, bro. But Beyonce. Do you know boy? him personally? Yes, I do. Yes, I you do. do? He's a friend. Um. You, when you he, say friend, how close a friend? I mean, do you hang at his we, place? We, we, well, not as. I've been there before, but we haven't, we we you we, know, only one time, but he nice. and I, he and I text each other all the time. He's always giving me great advice. He looks out for me. Um, if there's something that he takes issue with something that I've said or he disagrees with or whatever, he educates me. He's a brilliant, brilliant man. And on top and of that. you've been all,
6: around, like, and you've been around Beyonce.
2: Yes. I have, and you have
6: feelings for her. No, say, no, yes. I
2: don't have a feeling for my boy's wife. Of course Hallie. you do. She's just no, beautiful. You do. She's incredibly talented, incredibly gifted, and I will but say she's this to you: most at, attractive look, look at, to look at, you. Look at Beyonce in concert. Look right. at Beyonce on television, Howard. She looks better in person. She's gorgeous. But let me give you a list, though. You said Beyonce. Okay, I have to throw jennifer lopez in there she's phenomenal she looks but beautiful. she was number i, I believe I, 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 five I, 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 i'm trying to i don't remember giving this list i'm trying no, to remember no, okay i'll uh, tell you beyonce, your list. all oh right go ahead go ahead go now, all right beyonce go
6: megan good
2: yes yes i
6: don't even know how to say this one sana lathan
2: sanai lathan okay Sana lathan yes Who's that? I don't even know that person. Sinai Lathan loving basketball. She's acting on oh. various films. The Best Man, The Best Man Holiday. Um, she was in in, in a movie deja vu with Denzel Washington. Uh Tanae Lathan is a phenomenal actress. Phenomenal. You never talk
6: you never talk about who you are personally dating, is that correct? That you, is would correct. Never op- you never Until open you never open up. The- Until I get married. Until I get married. But you haven't gotten married yet. You're not getting married.
2: Um I am gonna get married someday. I don't know when, but I will. I want to be I Stephen wanna...
6: A. Smith in love right now with a woman. <clears throat>
2: yeah, you asked me to tell my personal business. Absolutely. People I lo- need to know. I love her very much. She's an oh, incredible oh. she's an incredible woman. She's you are incredi- with a woman now you're in love with. She's an incredible woman. Um i I Evan Flo Howard, I gotta admit to you. Um, what does that mean? and flow your feelings for what I've been this way all my adult life. I can feel like I can marry you one day and the next day I feel like I'm gonna let you go. <laughs> I'm inconsistent. Um, I totally admit that. Um, and I've never been married because I plan on being faithful when I get married and that's not a vow that I want to break. Um, but I will tell you that The woman in my life is an incredibly good woman. And she altered my life, my thinking of her. And I've never said this, but I will today. So I have COVID. She's in California. And I tell her, stay home. She hangs up the phone. And eight hours later, she came walking through the door. She said, if I, you have COVID, I have COVID. Whoa. And then she got COVID. Whoa. And she was in the hospital. And she has asthma. Mm. And she didn't care. And when that happened, that's when I said, damn. And all of a sudden, things shut down. And so in the course of that period of time, believe it or not, we've been back and forth, back and forth, ins and outs, trouble here, there, whatever. But then when I'm away and I'm alone, I can't escape that she did that. And I say to myself, "Damn, couldn't leave. And
6: I mean, I, that's a very moving story. I mean, Stephen, you might have to propose.
1: <laughs>
6: I
2: mean, seriously. what are you doing? I mean, my God. It's what a lot of people say because sometimes, you know, real life, re, real life comes back and all of a sudden, Problems exist, and when problems exist, and they persist, and this is where what's the problem? Well, well, I'm not I mean, going to get into all we, of that, Howard. Wait but a I, second, I, 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 I will say this to you. I will say this to you. This is me in a nutshell. If you are a person that is a good woman, and you care for me and you love me, I will always have your back.
6: So, so, yes, but what, this what, is different. I understand. You, different.
2: you have too many options. That's but, what I think. Well, 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 that's true too. I'm not going to deny that. I'm not. I'm not going to deny that. I mean, I haven't exercised them, but damn it, is it tough not to exercise them? Sometimes you're you're damn right, it is. It's totally true. But the point that I'm trying to make to you is that at the end of the day, Howard's been married for years. Others have been married for years. Listen, man. I often use this line: "I'm brilliant because I know I'm not." I listen to those who are, and I learn from them and so what happens is, is that when you see people who are happily married, there's a muse, there's a calm there's a there's there's, there's that little umph that that person that that's something extra that you just can't get enough of them and when I feel that I can get enough of you because you get on my nerves for whatever reason, that worries me, and so what happens is is that All I'm doing at that moment is being very obvious and very transparent about the fact that this is how I feel. And so, you know, I don't blame you if you want to leave. And And I've had those experiences with her. I have a friend of mine that is happily married and what have you. She desperately wanted to be with me, but she wanted a kid. And I was like, baby. I will always care for you. Mm. You need to go and be happy. It's wrong for me to hold you here. I'm not having any more children. You need to go be happy. And it broke her heart, but I had said to her, you will find that because that's what you want. I don't want anymore. I got two daughters. I'm not doing this again. I'm done. Okay? Right. And so that was my position. I'm saying that you make decisions every day you know when you're looking at your life and where you're going, you can love genuinely love and care about somebody, but they got to do it for you. And 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 one of the things about me, how it women gets upset sometimes, and women, not all women, not most, but the women that I know and the women that I've dealt with, and even my sisters and people like that, you know, strong black women and whatever, because that is my preference. The point is this: folks have a tendency to make you feel expendable at times. Here's the problem with me. You said it, I got options. And I'm not Mm. talking just about a woman in a relationship. I'm talking about my career. I'm talking about my success. I'm talking about my ambitions. I'm preoccupied. The second, as a woman, you make me feel expendable, you are toast. No, because most men are banging their heads. And I once had a woman do this to me. Literally said this to me. This is a true story, Howard. Many years ago, this woman actually said this to me. If you are not here tonight, I will be with somebody else. Oh, I went like this. What? You want me to call (laughs) car service for him? Do you want me to call car service for him? Want me call the car service? Who the fuck do you think you're talking to? <laughs> Must have lost your damn mind. There's yeah. the door. Now, obviously, she didn't leave. But here's Stephen A. You did leave. The moment you opened right. your mouth and you uttered that to me, you were done. I don't care if you stayed the next week. You were done. Your days are numbered with me. If you make me feel expendable, replaceable, or at any moment, not enough for you. I believe in me. And this was before I lost 38 pounds and reduced my body fat from 29% to 10%. Okay. this is before all of that. If you don't believe in me, I believe in me and I believe I'll have somebody else tomorrow. If I want to, you cannot make me feel that way. And every. Happily married man that I know has a woman in his life that he's able to look at, turn his back, go up the block, around the corner, out of town or whatever. And he ain't worried about a damn thing because he knows he's it for her. For me, when I know that. Then it's a different story. And I'll get
6: married until then. And let us remind people that you have suggested to your audience, before you make love to any of these women, oh, Lord. Only, eat,
2: only eat a salad. <laughs> only eat
6: a salad. Is that correct? You need I, said, to- now,
2: I, said, I said you don't need to be stuffing your, yourself with food and getting a bloated belly because right. it can impede. Your progress. Your performance. Your performance. Yeah. <laughs> you can, you can, be, I say progress because I'm always going to perform, but progress, it's all about being better than you would have. People college.
6: are going to yell at me if I don't ask you a couple of quick sports because I'm almost out of time. And sure. I, I, know, I know you're on a schedule. Sure. First of all, Buffalo Bills are cursed. Seems yes or way? no? Yes. Yeah, it seems that way. Yeah. Uh, why do you hate Dallas so much? And this is something that I don't know
2: Most disgusting, nauseating fan base in American history. No matter they can they, they can pass gas, they call it perfume. They can spit in your face, they'll say it's raining. They can go three and thirteen, and they'll go like this. No, we win the Super Bowl next year, right? This is what they do. They never take a moment to smell themselves. <laughs> They're always the champions, even when they suck. They don't now, but even when they suck, they always do that. That's what gets on my nerves about the Dallas Cowboys. Should Dallas have brought back Mike McCarthy as head coach? No. They should have hired no. Bill Belichick.
6: Bill Belichick. Does Bill Belichick have something to prove? In other words, in your mind, it's that whole thing. Was it Winning. Tom Brady? Yes. Winning without Tom Brady.
2: Yes, He's got to win without Tom Brady. He That's doesn't have saying. to because he's a six-time champion, but it would do a lot for his reputation. But here's the reason why. he 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 pushed the exodus of Tom Brady. He said Tom Brady can't play anymore. We need to move on. And then Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay and won a Super Bowl. That is the unforgivable and... sin. He pushed out the Golden Boy. If Tom Brady had retired, Bill Belichick's reputation would be intact. The fact that he pushed Tom Brady out the door is what the problem is. Got it. So he needs to go to another team now and prove. Well, not he doesn't need to, but
6: it would be good for him to prove something, uh, at least to himself. Correct. And 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 the Knicks are playing. Well, what but nobody notices. Why?
2: Tom Thibodeau is doing an exceptional job coaching them defensively. They picked up OG Ananobi. Jalen Brunson is a star in this league, underappreciated. Uh Julius Randle can play and as a workman, is a workhorse. He shows up every night and gives you all he's got. And Tom Tom Thibodeau peels effort out of you. The New York Knicks are fighters. They don't bend. Easily. They don't break easily. That's why.
6: Are you fascinated as I am with Victor Webanyama? I love watching this guy play. What do you think? Is it is he's living up to the
2: hype? He's gonna be a star in this league, tremendous skill, seven feet five. Um has to put some weight on him, but he is he is somebody that's gonna be a star in this league. I like him. Do you know him personally? No, I do not. Do you predict what's
6: going to happen in football now that we're down to yes. the wire? Yes. What, what, tell me how it's going to play out because
2: you seem to know. I think San Francisco is going to find a way to squeeze it out against a Detroit team that is fully capable of beating them. But I think it's going to be the Baltimore Ravens, if Debo Samuel, because the San Francisco's got Debo Samuel hurt his shoulders. If he doesn't play, Detroit beats San Francisco. If he does play, San Francisco beats Detroit. They meet the Baltimore Ravens in the Super Bowl. And I believe Lamar Jackson is going to win his first Super Bowl championship.
6: What do you think? Have you listened to our Stephen A. Smith impersonator? I never
2: have, you- but I've been anxious to hear it. I've never heard it.
6: You called me and said, I understand you have a Stephen A. Smith impersonator. Right. I said, I said, Stephen, I think this guy's really good. Okay. Uh you told me you were going to listen. You did not. I did not. I apologize. I Would you be busy. willing? I know it's nine o'clock and you have to get out of here, but for one minute one would minute. you speak to Stephen A. Smith impersonator?
2: Want me you speak to him? Yes. Yeah. Stephen, come I, in here. I I, I, yeah, I want to hear. I want to hear this yeah. guy imitate me. Let me hear.
6: Uh he's here. Hold on.
2: Steven?
8: Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> this yes. is Stephen A. Smith. Well, might as well call me Stephen B. Smith. <laughs> all right. Stephen okay. B., what do you want to say to Stephen A.? You know what, Stephen A., first of all, I agree with you when you were talking about the fans of the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, I was loving what was going on. I mean, I mean, love was busting that living. you know what? And I'm talking about the Cowboys. They was literally getting their ass kicked out there. I mean, I, I couldn't believe it. But what I want to debate with you about as you say, Lamar Jackson is going to win the Super Bowl. I yes. totally don't agree with you. Oh, Lord. We're talking about him going up against Patrick Mahomes. We're talking about two titles as far as the Super Bowl. We're talking about six seasons as a starter. Six years AFC champion. There's no way Lamar Jackson beats Patrick Mahomes. Wow. And he's got Travis Kelsey, <laughs> and he's got those googly eyes, potatoes. It's not going to
2: happen. What do you think of that, Stephen A.? Not bad. Not bad. I don't know about googly eyes. I don't use that word, googly eyes. I don't know about that. Uh, but, but he, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. Give him what? Give him a grade of, uh, A, B, C, D.
8: B plus. B plus. B plus. I'll take it. B plus. I'll take B plus. I mean, if I'm getting a B plus, that's right up there with Jay Farrell and Jamie Foxx. He
2: used googly eyes instead of blasphemous. Blasphemous. All right. That's right. How
8: about if I use stay off the weed?
2: No, nah, that, that, that's an A-, that elevates to an a-. Elevates to right. a-, That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm
8: talking about. Let, let me, let, <laughs> give, give your real name. Go ahead so Stephen A. knows, okay? My real name is Savvy Amusing. If you're looking for me, Savvy Amusing on Instagram, that is my name, and I appreciate the shout-out. All right,
6: fair enough. There you go. Stephen A., it is a great compliment. <laughs> yes, it is. When uh, someone does impression, that I means totally you arrived. Agree. Am I correct? Listen. <laughs> I love having you here. First of all, Stephen A. Smith. Watch the Stephen A. Smith show on YouTube. You know he knows what he's talking about. He's fired up. Is
7: this you're a sex expert? Howard was telling me. It's it's not.
2: Uh, Yeah, he is. Real real quick, Robin. Appreciate it. Listen, always good to to hear your voice. Here's the deal these folks call into my show because i take live callers when i'm in my studio (laughs) and they call into my show and they ask these questions and i don't run from questions you ask me a question i give you an answer here's
6: steven's top five songs to make love to tell us why each one
2: is so great come on ask speaking true dan that that song you put that
6: on when you're uh, doing your nasty this
2: I have, is the I, I, I have,
6: I have, the, I have in the past. I have in the past. Yes. Why wasn't Robin on one of your top five lists? Uh, oh, stop, that was really stop, upsetting stop, stop. to me personally.
2: Uh, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know her that well, but anyway,
6: <laughs> it's right. Robin's a cutie. Well, maybe it's time you got to know her. Listen, no, I wouldn't Stephen,
7: be coming to you if you had COVID. So you, there <laughs> you, you forget go.
6: about me. By the way, speaking of that story, you know what the follow-up question is, Stephen? Oh. What? If the situation was reversed and
2: that woman had COVID. Would you I would have. Yes. You would have? Yes. Is that true? Oh, yes. I would have had a mask on and tried to make sure I didn't get anything, but I would have <laughs> won. <went>, I would have <laughs> <went, I would've laughs>
1: Okay, that's
6: hey, better. Right. Yes. There you go. All right, that I can accept. Yes. Listen, Stephen, I love having you on. I think Same you're on. a great guest, and I appreciate you coming in here and give me an hour because Lord knows you've got 74 shows to do <laughs> today, and we know that. Watch the Stephen A. Smith show on YouTube and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Here's Stephen on XM's. ESPN extra Channel 81. Did you have a bad case of COVID? Did you have this cough for a long time?
2: Yes. Remember I had double pneumonia. Oh. I was hospitalized, I was in an emergency room, and they told me they're oh, gonna give you put you on steroids and antibiotics. It should work in three hours. If it doesn't work in three hours, we gotta call your family. It was that. Did serious. you have the vaccine? Huh? Yes. Did you have the you first I I now. had the first shot a month earlier. The second shot came after. I Pfizer. See. Yes. You in touch with Mad Dog? All the time. Go see him tomorrow. I haven't seen him
6: around since yep. he had that uh yeah. ha. Yeah. You know. All right. listen. Howard, I gotta run. Stephen.
2: Good to see you, Stephen. Good to see you. Good y'all. seeing you,
6: Stephen. And you so much. uh think about putting Robin on that top five list. I'll think about it. I love having you on. Thank you Save so me, much. Buddy. Thank you. The great Stephen right. A. Smith. What fun this guy is. You could talk to him about Woo! anything and he's unbelievable. What
7: a rousing conversation.
6: I uh I like this guy i like them i I tend to like a lot of these sports guys i love mad dog i love steven well you love
7: opinions like people who state strong opinions and that's what sports announcers yeah not you know commentators like Stephen a they give you an opinion
6: you know it's a funny thing with sports announcers i actually wanted to talk to Stephen a about this but we only had an hour But I know some of his broadcast heroes are like Howard Cosell, and I understand why. You know, back in the day when Howard Cosell was the guy, he at least gave you an opinion. You know, he would be opinionated somewhat back then. Nowadays, a lot of these sports guys, they got opinions on everything, and they just blast them out and yell them out in (laughs) the... And I love it. I I do like that. I just wish, I just want to hear. Well, at least
7: he's well thought out. I mean, when he, when you asked him, why do you hate Dallas? He made sense because the fans don't change, (laughs) even though the team changes.
6: (laughs) Oh, that was a rousing conversation from Stephen A. Smith. (laughs) And uh, I do enjoy him. Watch the Stephen A. Smith show on YouTube. Listen whenever uh, you can to uh, your podcasts and uh, Stephen on Sirius. YouTube, all of it. He's doing it all. And I also loved this book, and I know it's out in uh, paperback. paperback. didn't ask me to say that, but, uh, but I will. All right, listen, I, I barely scratched the surface with him, but that's what happens with guests. But it was
7: to- interesting. It was very interesting. All of the political talk, everything was interesting.
6: Maybe it's- well, Stephen A., that's he's said That's why they tune huh? in, yes. I don't think I finished his list. You know what it was? I was running out of time. But he actually has a list of songs to make love to. Yeah, what you mean? guys
7: got t- stuck on Sonny Lathan. He was trying to tell you who she was.
6: Yeah. Um, and who else was his, on the list? He says, these are the songs you should make love to. Top five. Okay. And all I do is think of you. That's, <laughs> uh, I don't even know that. Troop 89, Jackson 5 cover. It's funny. I don't oh. know that. Uh, a house is not a home, from Luther Vandross.
9: A chair is a chair.
6: So, if you hook up with him, you'll be getting banged. Oh,
9: no. No. No oh yes! <laughs>
6: no, you—you run out of the house, right? If he put this on, <laughs> and I see Robin naked with a towel wrapped around her.
7: That's right. I'm in the hall, <laughs> calling You don't.
6: In other words, if you were hooking up with Stephen A. Smith and he put that on, you don't want to hear that.
7: This is, you know, like that old school R and B that
6: right, doesn't, right.
7: doesn't do anything for me.
6: <laughs> You'd rather fuck to Metallica, I think. <laughs> uh, here's his number three song to fuck to. For those of you who um, want to know, Just
8: turn off, the lights.
6: turn off the lights. Teddy Pendergrass.
8: Come to-
6: What That's about so this funny. one, Robin? Can you picture uh, Stephen A.'s <laughs> penis you know, inside of you, you today?
7: He's he's yeah. on top of you. Yes. And now you're hearing, <laughs> I'm going to give you a special treat. <laughs> uh,
6: yeah, well, you know, listen, everybody has their own uh, list. Uh, personally, I've never dared put on music when I'm having sex with anybody. <laughs> <laughs> it just could go hard. I did it one time in high school and it went horribly, horribly it was well, a just terrible. Think,
7: if if you're really not connecting, and it, this soundtrack is on, and this well, is supposed uh, to be your special treat, you're really not feeling
6: it. Could, could Stephen A. You says, off. Uh, turn off the lights. Teddy Pendergrass brought gospel to the bedroom. I try. I, I was in high school. It was the second woman I ever had sex with, and I mean, we were kids. And I, and I had Neil, I've told you this, I had Neil Young's, uh, down by the river, I shot my baby. <laughs> <laughs> not
7: the best choice either.
6: When we were done, and I do not even say we made love, I don't even think it lasted more than a second. It, I think I even told her, oh, uh, I didn't come, I just, you know, like, I just like oh, kind of said, oh, geez. let's stop. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause I had already. Sounds finished.
7: like a, a disaster.
6: About five minutes later, she said, "You know, I want to. I want to go. I, I miss my boyfriend." I go, "Boyfriend? What boyfriend?" She said to me, "Well, he's he's in school and uh, you know, in college and um, you." Uh... And then she was like, and she started crying because she missed her boyfriend. That's how bad it was. And this song didn't add to anything
7: now you want, yeah. make me wonder, what happened to that girl and her boyfriend?
6: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She wanted nothing to do with me. <laughs> I took her home, and uh, she never called me or anything. I was heartbroken. I really liked her. But it was too much pressure. She was so hot. I don't even know what she saw in me, but she was extremely hot, and I was really attracted to her. But it would have been too much pressure for me at that point. There's no way I could have held on to her. You know, I think she thought I was cool because I had long hair and I had some weed. And then after she made a lot of me, she kind of looked at me and went, hmm, you no, know, she's not so cool. He <laughs> <It's> a douche. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, number four song uh, on, no, oh, okay. Number this one you might agree with Prince Adorned. Yeah.
7: I didn't get into it far enough, But I've made love to Prince
6: <laughs> I think this is uh, from Sign of the Times, if I remember properly
1: oh.
6: I could see you banging Stephen A. Smith for this, Robin <laughs> Like him Maybe playing with your tits And fingering you, if you don't mind me getting a little bit graphic And then sliding in Because you're so excited From this song
1: Until
6: you <laughs> Imagine. I can see Steve and I making some moves on you with this. I didn't want to tell Stephen. Um, he should stay away from you. You're not. You're not going over his house uh, if he's got COVID. You're like
7: absolutely you're not. Up. You're. You're absolutely right. I'm like <laughs> right. see you later, Stephen. Uh, tell me when you're out of the hospital. <laughs> if he that was poor in the girl. hospital, maybe I would have done... I don't know what I would have done.
6: You're not going anywhere. <laughs> that poor girl, she she uh, had asthma. She With went over to... asthma. And, and still can't get a ring out of Stephen A. Although... Well,
7: see, I looked at it this way, Howard. Mm-hmm. When he told her not to come, <laughs> he was telling her she wasn't that important to him.
6: Uh, no, no, he was looking out for her. Come on, be a little bit no, romantic over No, 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 there. but
7: it's also like, you know, it doesn't mean you have to come in and get COVID. But he was saying, nah, I don't need you here while I'm going
6: through this. I see it's that very differently.
7: It's not important well, to me. That's what he was saying.
6: Guess what? You're never going to be Robin A. Smith with that kind of attitude.
7: I know I'm never going to be Robin A. Smith. I have no qualms about it.
6: And number five on Stephen A. Smith's, um oh, this is a controversial uh, song for the bedroom. It's uh, dedicated, you know, R. Kelly, and he says it's okay to play oh. since he's in jail. So th- this oh. is what I believe. I don't want to put words in Stephen A.'s mouth, but uh, I believe that's his attitude on this song, but I don't know for sure. There you go. Well, there it is. That's his top five. Very good.
7: I question R. Kelly as a choice. You can find another song. You can find another song.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Personally, Robin, some people think um, the list is controversial, but that's the career of Stephen A. Smith, as we learned. He
7: He sticks with what he believes.
6: Yeah. Here's King of All Blacks. I'm sure you enjoyed Stephen A. Smith, King. I I thought he was very, very good today.
0: Yeah, he... (laughs) Howard, that was one of the best interviews I've heard. And I and yes. you do some great interviews, but it was it was fun to listen to. The only thing I want to correct him with, and he didn't want to say, you know, too professional, but he was saying that Tim Scott was corny. But what he was doing, he was cooning. He was cooning. He, it what? was the greatest display of cooning I've ever seen. When he was saying, I endorse Donald Trump, and he put his eyes up in his head, like the old minstrel shows.
6: Oh, well, and, come on, man. I mean, uh, no, the, the, the,
0: I watched it. I watched it.
6: <laughs> I know you I watched it, it. it, and I hear you, but. You can't
7: uh, put you know, words into Stephen A. Smith's yeah, mouth. Yeah, yeah. He said I'm, corny.
6: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to cut, cut. He said corny. He didn't say that other thing. At the. King of all blacks. I don't Very think he has a, tr- a
7: problem choosing his words.
6: <laughs> he's correcting him. King of all blacks correcting Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> um, Adam, you're on the air in New York. What's
0: up? Hey, what's I've seen amazing.
11: And they're they're
0: What is he what talking show?
11: through? What is he talking the, through?
6: He's uh, underwater. He's on the. T- he's exploring the <laughs> Titanic. <laughs> Adam, we can't hear a fucking word you're saying. It sounds like this. Is that a? Hey.
11: Movie, it? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Can you hear me? Yeah. Now we hear you. Did you hear anything I said or no? No, no nothing. Okay, sorry. Um, I've seen uh, things and I, I like them. Uh, I was just wondering if uh, you ever tried to paint something abstract. This guy's great. <laughs> sorry, dude, I'm in the hospital.
6: We might have to make uh. AI Adam instead of uh, <laughs> AI Bobo. Can you hear me, Albert? I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I hear you. I hear you. Listen, pal. Uh, do I do abstract painting? It isn't my thing. I mean, I don't even uh, understand what that is. Uh, I paint. I paint sort of. I don't do photorealism. I try to do a. In other words. If you look at one of my paintings, you kind of get the idea that the tree is the tree, the house is the house, the the, the cat is the <laughs> right. cat. Uh, this abstract painting, it's beyond me. I, I personally think, and I hate to say it, I know I'll get some shit, I don't think it requires a lot of uh, talent to do abstract painting, but that's just me. I mean, I sit there and labor over, uh, as I was telling Robin this morning, vanishing points, the mixing of mm. paint to get realistic colors, to draw... And to draw in a realistic manner, and it's a tremendous discipline. It's, it's something that gives me great joy and also great displeasure. Uh, but uh mm. abstract painting to me is—I think I could do it. Uh, I could. Uh, it seems well, a little had basic.
7: Monkeys do it, you know.
6: Like yeah. if monkeys, <laughs> if a monkey so. can do it, what, what am I doing? <laughs> I, I see some of these people on the internet. They call themselves painters, and they they slosh some paint down, and they say this is my painting. It's a to me, it's horseshit. I don't like to criticize other painters because I have mad respect for people who can do it and do it well. But it's a, right. a bunch of shit. It's a bunch of nonsense.
11: What if I asked you to like uh, do a painting of uh, that night you overdosed on acid? Like, what would that look like?
6: Uh, that wouldn't that wouldn't look like anything. I don't know what that what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, to me, it's uh, you know. It's the same thing in music. I love musicians, but when I hear this avant-garde music, it's it's, it's let's let's yeah. have people with no talent feel accomplished. I've seen, and I hate to say it, I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of celebrity painters who really are just signing their names to absolute crap. Uh, I mean, again, yeah, I am yeah. not a great painter. I know that I am an amateur. Well,
7: sometimes it is about color. Listen,
6: well, what do you mean? It's always about color when, but listen.
7: But they're the, only just interested in color.
6: What they're interested in, what abstract painting is to me. Every time I paint, there are layers, at least in watercolor that I lay down mm. that if you removed the, the pencil drawing I do, you would say, Oh, that's such beautiful colors all blended together. The yellow mm. to the violet right, right. to the pink. And you'd say, oh, you know, there." yes, I understand what abstract art is. And, you know, there were some great uh, painters who understood they could strip a painting down, but they could draw and they could paint. There's a lot of garbage out there. In fact, uh, I have said, "Now it's avant garbage. It's not avant painting.
11: <laughs>
6: I've talked to real painters. They all feel the same way, but they don't like saying it out
11: loud. Yeah, whenever I see that abstract stuff, I'm like, "What the fuck is this? Like, who paid money for this?" You know.
9: Well, I
6: listen. I have paintings in my house that are uh, nonsense. In other words, we needed something <laughs> big on the wall. My wife goes, "I want a lot of pretty colors on it," and we uh, right, we know right, right. we go to we go and we buy a big. It's a big canvas. Sloshed with pinks and violets, and you know whatever the fuck it is, so it matches our grass or something. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. By a window, or it matches the. But furniture.
7: sometimes it's also texture. You know, like there's lots of things. That yeah, can
6: yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. Texture. Uh... Yeah, yeah. A lot of texture. Texture. It's all nonsense, how are, how, but all right. Thank you. Bye. One more question. I'm not interested in painting a painting that uh, will match your carpet. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck is that? I want to be able to draw a tree, and you go, "Boy, that looks like a tree." No one's ever wondered what yeah. my paintings mean. Uh, oh, there's a painting of a barn with a sunrise. Well, go right. figure out how to do it. That's the hard part. You want an easy way out? Listen, you could also sit. I don't in your house necessarily
7: and- know that every uh, abstract painting is
6: easy. Every abstract painting is easy. Not That's the really, really good one. <laughs> show me the good one. I'll tell you how to do it. <laughs> it's a bunch of nonsense. Listen well, you
7: can show me how to do it. You're an artist.
6: I'm, I Listen, I am not claiming I am an expert or I'm, a, I'm what they call an amateur painter. Mm. But I try my best. Every painting I do, I, try, I strive for something better. If I right. threw down some blue paint, you know, sometimes I'll tell you something. I'll tell you the truth. The other day, you know, my wife loves me so much. So she loves everything I do. Mm. When I'm painting with watercolor, I have a, a big, um, uh, what do you call it? Towel that I wipe my brush yeah. on. I have to, I have to yeah. twist the brush to a fine point. Right. After I was on the towel was covered in all the colors I used. And Beth walked in and goes, this is beautiful. I go, thank you, honey. I thought she's looking at my painting. She's looking at the towel. She, she it was oh, so, God. it was a paper towel. She's looking at the paper towel. And it really, you know what? I, I took it and I cut it and I put in a little frame for her. And it looks, Aww. it looks like every wow. piece of shit you ever saw on, uh, <laughs> That's on yeah. your abstract right, right. work. <laughs> I exactly. said, good. And it was great. And, I, and, I, and, I, and it, it's a beautiful little painting, but it, it required absolutely, it, it was the, it was, it was as if when you wipe your ass with toilet paper. If I frame that, <laughs> and no thought went into it.
11: Is <laughs> your most expensive piece probably?
6: <laughs> I don't charge for my paintings. All right, thank you,
11: Howard. Can I ask you one more question, please? If you must, no. I'm, 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 um, I'm, that, I'm, I'm that, almost
6: at my wits' end with you. But
11: go ahead. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The, the birthday yeah. thing with Beth—was it a uh, sex without a condom? No
6: um thank you adam good luck in the hospital did you gary, get what your
7: did... birthday gift
6: i did i received it
1: ooh okay.
6: i did my wife uh she was uh, she was on her period for my birthday gary i'll get to you in a second robin asked a question she was on her period for my birthday i said all right i'll be patient again i don't mind having sex when a woman's on her period i'm so happy <laughs> what a little blood who gives a fuck I mean uh who cares I love it I love that vagina I I love it Ruled my life ruled it
5: Pussy is awesome pussy
6: is the greatest Pussy is the best you're absolutely right
8: Pussy is awesome pussy
5: is the greatest
6: I've never heard any I've never heard a better quote than that one from Mark the <laughs> pussy or is from awesome. anybody
5: Pussy is the greatest
6: I I've read Gandhi and I've I've never been more, nothing more clear. Nothing.
5: Pussy, nothing is, is, awesome. Pussy is the greatest.
6: <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. It is the greatest. So my wife announced on my birthday, you know, I asked for for a, it was just a, a very simple sex act that she doesn't normally like doing. And I said to her, Oh, when am I getting my, uh, when am I getting my birthday present? And she's like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like anyway. A week goes by, I said, well, listen, what the fuck's going on? It's been a week. She goes, listen, I still have my period. I said, it's enough is enough. I don't care where you still have your period. Can't be that bad. Let's go. It's time for my birthday present, for God's sake. All right, she says, oh, okay. So I'm not looking to put you on the spot, but I, I haven't jerked off in, in over a week because I'm building up for the big event. <laughs> purposely didn't masturbate. He says she has a nine-week period. She's telling me some story that there was a woman she knew went through menopause, had like a, you know, very long period. I said, don't tell me that. I don't believe it. <laughs> if that You can't have more than a week. So anyway, I got my birthday gift. And uh, tr- sure enough, yeah, she had a little bit uh, of period. But it doesn't bother me. Again, I love it. I said, I love it. And you know what? We did it. But it, you know what? We have our regular routine. And I know Beth does not like doing this certain thing that I wanted. And so we did it. And she said, look, if you, have, if you want this, I'll do it any time. But... I realize it upsets me. I don't want her doing something she doesn't particularly All love. All right.
7: You'd rather she be enjoying the
6: whole process, it, too. Exactly. It took me off my game, to be mm. honest with you. It took me off my game. And believe me, it's a game. <laughs> you know, look.
7: It's some game.
6: <laughs> I got to keep things good. Listen, I'm, I'm just amazed I can still get a hard-on without any of these pills. <laughs> I just can't believe it. It's fantastic. I mean, I'm so proud of myself. I get a full-on boner. Hard as a rock. It's really, I mean, really, Robin. It's astonishing. It's astonishing. (laughs) It really is. I'm like, like, God, thank you, God. I always say thank you, God. I say thank you for my penis. Well,
7: that's the perfect thing to do. Be
6: grateful Uh,
7: for every blessing.
6: That's a blessing. If you can get hard for your whole life, I just hope it keeps going. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> These guys, by the way, that clip is a good clip to play. These guys who are fucking with their dicks when they're young, with all this, hitting it balls. Right.
8: Thank you. Oh. Smacking their
6: penis. Oh. You're going to be fucked by the time you're 50. You guys are all nuts. Guys sticking fists up each other's ass and, and having your whole uh, in, 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 anus come pouring out. You got to be careful, man. You the When you get older.
7: split his penis in half we
6: talked hey, hey. yeah you gotta be careful <laughs> with that thing i'm so happy i get aroused and stuff still shoots out sometimes <laughs> it does not <laughs> as much as used to but some stuff comes out
7: what you want is stuff
6: god when i was young i don't want to brag but I'd have multiple tissues in my parents. You know, I lived in my parents' house. I had multiple tissues. I, my my jism would break through the tissue, come out of the tissue, and be all over the place. We so powerful. It, it, it
7: was a mess. Yeah. Oh. He had to clean up.
6: It was like a murder scene. It's like that TV show Dexter. Gary, what did you want to say to me? What What's uh, going on with you? He, yeah, he steps he up in? to the mic and then he runs away. If I if I don't address him right away. No, where is he? oh there he is yeah, Hey, Gar.
9: no we, we were just saying a bunch of us were talking when you were talking before we liked one of your best abstract paintings you ever did was when you and Robin had a disagreement about Jackson Pollock and
6: oh yeah yeah
9: yeah
6: yeah that's all right the issue number is
9: he now coloring his hair The hair looks darker today I am, he not, looks coloring <laughs> I am not coloring my hair I'm not coloring my hair
6: Gary came. No, he's not coloring his hair. I saw him in. You know, uh, Gary yeah. came over for my birthday, and I hung out with him. He's he gained some must weight. Must
7: be combing it a different way because it just yeah. looks darker today. It's longer.
6: Okay. His hair oh, is not it. being colored, but uh, I got to say, Gary's the heaviest I've ever seen him. Really? Right? I yeah. can't.
9: I don't think, think I can that. argue really? with you. Really?
6: Are you thinking he's about exempting so... Gary? Uh,
9: I thought about it, but I'm. I just. I. I feel like it's crossing a line. But I don't know. Nobody else does. Like, I have tons of friends who are doing it. And, uh, I don't know. But, I'm no, I'm not. I don't think I'm doing it. Right. You are
7: so perceptive about weight, Howard. I didn't know oh, that about Gary when I saw him.
6: Oh, I looked him over from top to <laughs> bottom. Are you kidding? He, he, he's put on a little weight. He can take it off on his own. He's got to get back on that Peloton and he's got to
9: I was on the Peloton the other day. I was uh, all right. doing my thing, but I got it. I mean, I, I, here's the crazy thing, Howard. I do, I swear to God, I work out every day. I do like an hour on the elliptical or I do the, um, really the Peloton, but then I fucking eat snacks like crazy all day long.
6: What are your snacks? What are you snacking on?
9: Huh? I'm curious. Uh, uh, lots of chocolate, right? Uh, then it's like, um, um, dumb shit like, uh, like wheat thins and, right. you know, and pretzels. And plantains, <laughs> stupid shit like that.
6: You go, you're when, going down do a slippery. Do you ever
7: have a meal? I mean, oh, uh, is it constant eating?
6: Yeah, uh, he's big. He's a big boy. He he uh, he has a meal on top of his plantains and his chocolates <laughs> yeah. and his.
9: Yeah. And then, like I gra- I graze all day. Like when we're working from home, I just open the refrigerator. And can I give I you, have, you
6: some? Can I give you a hand with this? Sure. I'm on a very strict rule. I eat three meals a day. And I am not allowed to eat in between meals. That's the rule. But if you okay, put but here's that the key. Rule,
9: when you know. say you're not allowed to, who's stopping you? You. Me. I can't stop myself. I know, I know what hold to
6: it. do. Hold <laughs> it. Hold it. If you set up that you are not going to eat between meals, just say it. Say it out loud.
9: I say it every day. Nah. And then I, and then I break the rule.
6: Like I know I'm in trouble right now. I'm going to put on weight if I'm not careful because I, I, I had people over. And I don't know. There's a whole canister of these peanuts in my house now. And I am a sucker for peanuts. I love peanuts so much. But I never keep them in the house because I know it's a temptation. After dinner now I take three handfuls of peanuts for dessert. Oh. Now technically I'm allowed to do that because I'm allowed to eat three meals a day. But those are So extra you're using peanuts, the
7: peanuts as a meal?
6: No, that's my dessert. My dessert. Now, that's not good. I shouldn't but be eating three those handfuls,
7: peanuts. Howard. It's one handful that you're
6: supposed to have. I have three. That's <laughs> what I'm telling you. <laughs> I have three handfuls. <laughs> and that's what's going to put on extra weight. I got to be careful because I'm not that active anymore. Same with Fafafoha. He knows if he only eats, if you only eat your meals, and okay, you want a dessert? Piece of fruit. You'll be fine. I, I listen, piece these are fruit. all things. He's
7: eating all day, Howard.
6: Yeah, but but these are he's, things he's not I know. limited to three. Oh, oh, and if you want to have a piece of chocolate, but around your meal, around your yeah. meal.
9: And say, Mary dessert. says to me, yeah. we finished dinner, like usually by 7 or 7.15. And by 7.40, I'm already like in the snack tray. She's like, we just ate. I'm like, I know. I need other You're stuff. You're out
6: of control. I see. I I'm saw not. your belly. Yeah. You turned to the side. I thought you were having a baby.
9: <laughs> Have you
7: seen those um, bowls they use for for pets where they're timed and they only open for a certain amount of time? <laughs> That's
1: what Gary needs.
6: Well, Gary told someone, I'd happen to know this. I I shouldn't be telling, but Gary told someone he gets the shakes if he doesn't eat enough chocolate. Like he starts uh, to shake his body, so he's in big it, trouble.
9: I, there was there was one day there was something happened. Well, first of all, every like once every six months I go off chocolate. For like a couple of weeks, like two or three weeks, I go, I like really don't eat any of it, and the at the end of the first day, the headache that I get is so unbearable. Oh, that's right? crazy! It's too and much, then, Gary. And then I get a little shaky, and then and then I'm good after that. And
5: chocolate shrimp, and chocolate. Gary chomps him down and licks his horse lips when this dope's not sleeping. He's telling boring stories and he's eating phlegm and vinyl phlegm and vinyl <coughs> breath like he ate a big, big shit, shit pile clears his throat oh, every meeting <coughs> he'll talk spring steam till ears are bleeding <coughs> <Ba-ba-boo-ee. Wow. coughs> I seriously gary
6: i'm gonna call you i'm gonna motivate you this is crazy
7: I, but really you're gonna I know, take him on i know no, what I'm to do on
6: like, fine. I, I'm like i i know and you know what to do, but that's it. First of all, get that fucking chocolate out of the house. Out of the house. I will,
9: but th- even if I get the snacks out, then I'll start like picking it cheese or I gotta, I gotta take, I gotta literally empty the house.
6: Gary, you're dis, I know you, you're disciplined enough. Three meals a day. That's your new program. I don't care what you eat. Three meals a day. That's it. That's it. Now you're on the right path.
1: All right.
6: <laughs> we we'll get to work on that. Matter with you. Shame on you.
7: That's it sounds like Ozempic was made for him. <laughs>
9: <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, I, I saw a thing, I saw a thing on CBS Sunday morning the other day. They said, do you know what percentage of the United States is eligible for Ozempic according to this report? Like what percentage of people in this country should be taking it? Like 70%. Maybe-
7: 70%. 70%. I
9: said 70% Whoa. of the country. But I, but I probably fall into that category. I'm not like morbidly obese, but I'm like, whatever your BMI is, I'm way past it.
6: Well, listen, uh, from what you're telling me, I, I sense a big prop.
5: <laughs> Who's, that? Who's that?
6: Oh, perfect. Dr. Now is here. Hi, Dr. Now.
5: Hello. How y'all doing? Good. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to New you, Revan. Now, listen to me, Gary. You need Olympic. Diet, exercise, not gonna help you. It's too late. You hopeless case. They're gonna <laughs> right. start calling you Baba Belly. Big fat fatso. It's ridiculous what you're doing. He's eating too many calories, right? Is eating too many calories first. The problem with Gary don't follow 1200 calorie diet. He grazing in between meals. You know who else yeah. graze all day? A cow! A cow! <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> You're Doctor gonna Adam. need to lock you up. Your wife, Mary, need to knock, lock you up in between meal like animal Letters. You don't want something bad all day. It's too much. No discipline. Right. You don't have your frown about neighbor and no discipline. You don't have writing. butter for blood. Best thing to
6: do uh, with Gary is to shame him and maybe he'll stop eating so you much. You need Thank to be you saying
5: you, you think shame your- works. <laughs> Same yeah, of, work, course right? work. of course it worked. Of course, you got bigger teeth than you, Robin. That's ridiculous. Why don't I just uh, walk yeah. down the street you naked and you could
9: throw <laughs> tomatoes at me and yell shame. <laughs> ring a bell. You, It'll I work.
5: I couldn't throw. You'd eat the tomato before I even <laughs> eat your body. Uh, Doctor now, gonna I think you going to fade away. You can <laughs> skip now, a tra- couple meal.
6: Chocolate is not a meal. Uh, I know you mm-hmm. would agree with
5: me. Chocolate that, right? is gonna be the same color of the dirt you dig your grave. You wanna die? <laughs> oh my! You wanna right. die? in the wake up call! Ridiculous right. son of a- yep! Yeah. Always there. Dang You're going to <laughs> con- you're gonna walk home to Connecticut today. You get your exercise <laughs> in 7,000 steps. Maybe you lose a little bit to your wife. It is a enabler and a chubby chaser. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs>
6: well, I'll tell you what. If Jason oh, can do goodness. it and John Hine can do it, you can do it, guys. Yes. I, I, it I, think, I
9: think about that all the time. I th- I never imagined... Jason would be thin, and I'm incredibly
5: jealous of him, but not jealous enough to get thin.
6: (laughs) Right. Well, I've never heard doctor now. This worked up. So thank you. Because
5: you one night you're going to roll over and you're going to be your wife in the grave. If she's next to you, with the size of you, he'll smother her. Absolutely. You're You're going to smother. She's going to have to be in an intubate because she's going to be surrounded by you and your fat. Even, uh, even Benji is, uh, skinny now. If you he, if he, Really? Yeah. Yeah. He's lost a
6: lot of weight. Yeah.
9: He'll Benji, be
5: back. Right? He me. do the work. Jason do yeah. the work. Benji do right. the work. Gary All don't right. like to work. That's the problem <laughs> with you.
6: <laughs> I've heard that. Yes. Absolutely. That's
5: the All rumor right. on the streets about you. And I see it's true. You look, what are you drinking there? Milkshake? put that down water yeah right water you're not getting that size you drink water yeah
6: <laughs> hi <laughs> <laughs> there's no way that's water you're absolutely right doctor
5: water thank with you. sugar and like a coca-cola all right
6: right 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 sugar water thank you sugar Dr. water
5: Mal. thank right. you thank you bye-bye <laughs>
6: Paul, uh, yes, you're on the air in Illinois. Paul.
0: Hey, Howard, Robin, and gang, how are you? Um, Gary needs to be eating vegetables, and I somehow I doubt Absolutely. he
1: is. No. Oh,
6: he, says
7: he never meal. eats
6: a vegetable. Oh, I, uh, I have, well, I have him over my house from time to time. I never saw the guy touch any kind of vegetable ever. <laughs> I never saw him ever go I, near a vegetable.
9: I I put them on my plate, but then I, I, you know, so it looks like I'm going to eat them. And so I, I've been trying to have more salad here and there. I've been making an effort, but like, listen, it's forty years of not doing it. It's going to be really hard yeah. to <laughs> move everything back. Yeah, that's well, why I that's I eat that's chocolate gorgeous Well, all right, different thank
6: you,
0: Paul. Different colored vegetables. Thank right. you, Howard.
6: He's right. Paul is right. I've, I've seen the way Gary eats. It's like a four year old. All
0: right.
6: He's going <laughs> to. By gonna the way, work. it's almost
8: Cadbury a uh, Cadbury O'Clock right now. When it's ten before ten, that's when <laughs> it's time to eat four Cadbury bars. Otherwise, I get the shakes and epilepsy. Oh, wheat thins okay.
7: don't even taste good, Howard. And he's <laughs>
6: chopping those. Uh, I love wheat thins. I love you all think? that kind of. You, stuff. You yeah. You like yeah. That? Yeah, I like that. I like crackers. I mean, if you were going
7: like to have a cracker, you don't have to go with a wheat then.
6: No. But you know what it is in Gary's mind. It's like, well, it's not that many calories because it's kind <laughs> it's, of like it's you know, boring. It's not as big as or, some other things. Yeah. Yeah. And then he polishes off the whole box. I get it. <laughs>
9: you, know. it it's, you know what? It's, Robin, you're right. It's not potato chips, right? So I'm already on a diet.
6: He <laughs> thinks he's eating when I'm something hungry, healthy. I'll eat a coaster. Well, it's like, you know, and then it's called wheat thins, you know. like Oh, it's right. thin. And, you know, it's, I'll be it's thin.
10: ironic. I eat wheat thins yeah. and I get wheat fat.
6: What's your top five uh, snacks, Gary? Give us your top five. If you, you know, if you're on a desert okay. island.
9: Are we doing chocolate or or <laughs> snacks? Anything because you
6: we... want. <clears throat> top five snacks. All
9: right. Top five snacks is um, dark uh, Hershey chocolate, uh, mm-hmm. any kind of Reese's peanut butter cup kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, the wheat thins. Ooh, um, yeah. oh, oh, I found these new things. <laughs> oh, gosh. I found these new things at, uh, um, what's the fucking big supermarket chain? Uh, this was, uh, that Amazon's above. Anyway, it's, um, they're, uh,
7: Whole Foods is what that was?
9: Yeah, think. Whole Foods. They're, they're sesame sticks, but they have some sort of like honey coating on them. They're honey coated <laughs> sesame sticks. They're yeah. so fucking good. All right. All
6: right, well, there you go.
9: That's four of five. And a vat of chocolate sauce right? and bags of sugar. Any peanut butter of any kind. I told you yeah. how, What I some days I just take, I have a jar of peanut butter and I just take chocolate chips and I pour it into the jar and then I just eat it out. I just eat the wow. peanut butter. Oh, God. you're in big trouble. What I'm like the toothy Winnie the Pooh. Not to, what do you uh, weigh now? About uh, 217. 217.
6: You know what's saving you? At least you're exercising. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, wow. Geez, poor Gary. He's taking peanut butter and chocolate and doing his own thing. Aaron, you're on the air in Canada.
10: Hey, now. Hey, now. I, I, listen, listen uh, Chris Wilding, uh, to the best of my knowledge, is from my hometown of Montreal in Canada. And I'm not sure that he even realizes it. I'm sure that you don't. But when he does the Dr. Now impression, he basically does this affect that is extremely similar to how uh, English-speaking Montrealers uh, imitate French-speaking Montrealers, where we sort of drop the sound of the H, and we replace TH with D. So it sounds a little bit like, you can't do that. And it, it kills...
6: Oh, God, you're boring the fuck out of me. I mean, way to drain the energy out of the impression.
7: This is great impression
6: yeah i mean uh i i detect uh who cares you
7: probably don't notice it
6: yeah no. <laughs> trust me i notice everything and that's a home run all right good oh i was gonna tell you i'm wondering if i should start in now because it's a whole thing I, maybe i could just read some fan mail but um there's a thing that happened where well, I don't even know where to begin to break it down for you, but John Blit, who works on our show, took young JD on a camping trip, and they even canoed down the Delaware River, and I have tape of it. Really? It's the craziest thing because, first of all, I know JD's a horrible swimmer. I saw him drown almost in like a kid pool. Yeah. Like he he he. he well, you saw the video of it. It's crazy.
7: Absolutely, it was frightening.
6: The fact that Blit. And now this is a topic I know about. I for many many summers I would go every summer with a group of my friends and we would canoe and raft down the Delaware River. Mm. And while it's not the rapids that you'd experience let's say in Colorado, you know, the rapids are um intense enough that you can get thrown from your boat. Right. You you know it I remember doing it and I I was a pretty good swimmer so you know and we didn't have a vest on we didn't have helmets on you know we just took these boats we'd rent them and I'd go from uh, like Narrowsburg New York to Barryville New York and do it in a day some people would camp now JD and Blit actually camped out in a tent which I couldn't believe JD did but J.D. being in a canoe with the Rapids is insane. I mean, it's crazy. But I'll tell you how crazy it gets. One time I was canoeing or, or on a raft down the Delaware River, and I loved it. I loved the adrenaline rush when the Rapids would come. I loved it. And I loved getting thrown into the water. But, it, you know, I suddenly suddenly realized how dangerous it was. I'm canoeing, and then I see on a rock a group of other people And one guy's laid out flat on his back with his arms like, like Jesus, Uh blood gushing out of the top of his head. He cracked his entire skull open on a rock.
7: Yeah. That's no joke. I can't even believe you said you rafted because yeah, it's rocky.
6: I didn't care back then. You know, I was an idiot. (laughs) I would take acid. I would, I would put myself in harm's way a lot of different
10: ways. I guess I'm shocked. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we weren't, it wasn't supposed to be. Uh, we weren't supposed to be going through rafts or, you know, waves or whatever. It was Supposed to be a nice canoe, uh. Yeah, they lied to you. Well, someone lied to me or, or someone messed up the weather or, or the way the, wa- no. the water was.
7: No, there's always rapids.
6: Exactly.
10: Rapids, that's what they are. Whatever. Yeah. That, in other uh, words, there aren't days, there are
6: days they're milder than others, but they're always there.
10: Well, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Blit told me rapids. Oh, 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 oh <laughs> what The hell are you doing there? What? The, so Blit, what'd you do?
6: You lied to him, <laughs> huh? No,
10: I swear to you, I did not lie. I asked like a ton of people. They were like, no, the water will be super calm. Do not worry uh-huh. about it. Cause I'm, I'm a medium to not medium experienced canoer. But when we got there, they were like, okay, the waters are going to be a little, a little rough today. A little, high. So a, little a little hot. High. Yeah.
6: Well, I don't know if I should start playing the tape of J.D. and Blit on their camping trip, or I should wait till tomorrow.
7: I don't uh, know that we want to go through that quickly.
6: Yeah, I think we really
7: want to spend time dissecting the, uh, the <laughs> reaction of J.D. to Rapids.
6: It. He it was oh, great. Yeah, JD, was if I knew you were doing that, I would have I given you a talking to, although this tape is fucking funny.
10: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. The, 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 the things I do to have new experiences in life. Uh, Did you get thrown from the boat at all? N- no, was. but there were times. Oh. W- <laughs> Shut up, Blit. <laughs> there were times where our boat got like sideways or whatever. Yeah. We had to quickly like and we're coming upon like rapids and we're like, I'm telling Blit, go, go, go so yeah <laughs> did
6: they film this by any chance i mean it's a yeah
10: there's well uh, the thing, there great. was a camera I, we had a gopro at the front of the boat but the thing was <laughs> i kept knocking the camera down with my, my, uh, you know but either the
6: water I, they,
10: or uh i mean the, the there there was water all in our boat within like five minutes a oh okay. my god
6: oh my god you know uh this has got to be a better movie than Deliverance. Yeah. Like with you two in the woods.
10: <laughs> it's like the River Wild.
6: <laughs> Unbelievable. All right. So consider this a teaser. Tomorrow I promise I will play J D and Blit on their camping trip and their their incredible canoe down the Delaware River, which I've been on many times and I couldn't believe it when I when I heard you guys were there. Also, I do want to mention before the end of the show that um uh, Samantha who works for us thinks Gary is lying about his weight and is demanding oh, really? that he get on a scale yeah she thinks he's okay. uh, there's no way he wa- what did he say weighed two
12: 217 or something
6: Sam what do you think he weighs I'm interested in your theory
12: hey I'm not, I feel very bad I'm not trying to shame Gary I think um I am I think everyone here <laughs> lies about their weight by eight pounds I don't I think that's the standard. I, I think if I think yeah, I, th- I feel bad. I do think Gary's lying.
6: What do you think he weighs?
12: <sighs> um I think he probably weighs two two twenty-three. I'm very good at guessing hmm. weight. I so, used to so Howard, I used to be a trainer. That was my day job long time ago. Oh no. And I kidding. became very good at guessing weight. I'm not trying to shame anyone, but...
9: Then what are you trying to do? I'm, I'm trying no
1: to shame you. I'm sorry.
9: No, I mean, why I else would you come bad. on except to shame me? But that's okay. I, She's I, probably I right, Howard. I, so 217 was what I weighed... Get on last, the scale. Do you
6: have a scale there? Was what I, I weighed I last night.
9: When I got out of the, where, after I worked out, I was naked. So I'm probably 223. Let's go see.
12: I'm, let's I feel bad. See. This is the pro- this place can be like high school. I really can't get involved. Well, welcome to my world.
6: I've been feeling bad since <laughs> 1971, I believe.
7: Why should he be the only one?
6: Yeah, good. I'm glad you feel bad. I, I love I Gary, but it, yeah, it,
12: I gotta be honest. It's not. All
6: right. Let's, let's see. see. He's weighing him right now. Let's find out. What do you weigh, Gary?
9: 220.4.
6: Oh Boy, You're pretty good, Sam. You're pretty good. Wow. You called it. Yeah. Wow. But I think
12: you look great, Gary. I I don't think it's like, oh, you look big. You're lying about your weight. I just think. Uh, now you, you feel
6: know. so bad. You're, you're telling him he looks good.
9: Listen, everybody knows what everybody does on this show. Just own it. Right.
12: <sighs> just own it. Okay. I'll, well, I'll own it. I, I, look, I do have an argument for, I think Gary should go on Ozempic. Why? Because I think you look great and all that. <laughs> However, I think, you know, here's my argument. My dad was obese. He was morbidly obese. It's what killed him. And I feel hmm. very strongly that people should, if it, you come to a point in your life and you can't lose a certain amount of weight, and you've really tried, and it it could start affecting, you know, your your blood sugar, your heart, all the all your kidneys, all that stuff. Maybe Ozempic is the answer. It's going to save your life. But I don't think you want to been, lose thirty I have pounds. a question
6: about. I have a question about Ozempic and things like it. Are there or are there not documented cases? I'm asking where people's health goes downhill from the drug, in other words, does their um, pancreas get affected, does their, you know, in other words, drugs often have side effects, not for everybody, but some people, that's what I want to know. Gary, have you researched this?
9: So I watched this this amazing piece on CBS Sunday Morning where they asked all these questions, right? And so they said, listen, we have 20 years of data about how it affects you. We don't have a 100 years of data. So the answer is we don't know. But I will say there was a woman on there. She was 250 pounds, and now she's 161 pounds. She's like, save my life, change my life. I'm exercising for the first time. I'm going to see my grandchildren. This was life-changing for me. And that, I, 100 pounds, I understand.
6: Me too. You see, with someone like you, serious, seriously, I, you are exercising. All right, so you weigh 220. Maybe you if you took 20 pounds off, you'd be, you know, for 20 pounds to go on a drug. That's how I he's feel. He's kind of crazy. Yeah, I, I, but, I'm sorry Sam. I think I disagree with you on this. But I don't, don't think Gary when you're be
12: if, if Gary's like five nine or five ten, I don't think five, he should be two. Okay, so he's five eight. I don't think he's supposed to be two hundred pounds. I think he's supposed to be more like one eighty. Mm. If I were one, dog, I
9: were, I've been one ninety. One ninety. I've been one ninety, and I look. I think I look very skinny. But that's yeah, that's thirty pounds away, and it's so, it would make a difference.
6: I think he could do the thirty pounds on his own, but 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 maybe. Yeah, but,
7: you know, hey, the Ozempic it would be no time, you know, you no, here's
12: get it a, done. Here's a bigger I, issue. It's yeah, true. I, I, I'm just basing this off of like if you know, if your A1C is high or you you're high, you have high cholesterol, you've got some health stuff going on, I don't think it's the worst thing to go on Ozempic to kick start, you know, losing some weight that could
9: help.
6: Yeah, but yeah, I I think once you go on it, you got to stay on it. Right. You know no, I,
12: mean? I don't think you stay
9: there, on you it. Do, do you? There, there was, yeah, again, you? They were again they were saying that that They find that almost everybody that goes off it puts some or all of the weight back. And so for Uh. this woman who lost 100 pounds, she's like, yeah, I'll stay on it for the rest of my life. I don't care. I'm going to be healthier.
6: Well, for what it's worth, Chris Wilding, who, you know, he digs guys. He told me he thinks that you look better than you ever have. Look, Gary, he likes you with a little heft.
0: Yeah,
9: Gary looks great. If I could take a 20, if I could take, if I could get under 200. I'd be thrilled, but Howard, here's the other thing. And when I when I, I cracked a joke about Benji before, because I know what it's like, I feel like it's a, like that movie Charlie. Every time I get thin, <clears throat> sorry, every time I get thin, I know I'm going to be fat again. I just like when I'm thin, I just I know it's going to. I know I can't keep well, it that's
6: off. That's crazy. You got to come on. You but you
12: but gotta, this is the problem, g- Howard. It, this it's not about looking good or looking bad. It's about a number being healthy or not being healthy for no it's you know, all
1: about
6: looking like, good uh, for me i mean i, <laughs> I don't know what you're too. talking about it is like nobody gives about
12: i think gary tough. looks great too
9: I, but i talk about like i lost 30 pounds i worked my ass off i did it the right way i lost and then like i looked in the mirror and i was like mm, i don't really like that guy much either
6: you know what i mean like yeah i know what you good. mean like whenever i like when i was in the best shape of my life i was running every day six miles i was lifting every day and then i got to you know my goals and i went Jesus, I still look like shit. Yeah. I still don't want to fuck me. So it's like, you know
9: <laughs> I, I was like, all that work Dude. and this is what I got, I'd be I was happier when I was eating.
6: Yeah. Like I still had a little belly on me and it was like, what the
9: fuck? You know? I'm
6: just doing all the exercises. Angie says she's on. Angie from Florida says she's on Ozempic and she loves it. How much weight have you lost?
4: Oh. Hey. Hi, Howard. Hi, Robin. Hi. Great to hear you guys. Um, so yeah. I lost seventy five pounds. Initially, I was on it. Yes. Well, I got large and in charge. I was up to like, don't shame me. And you can play the cow sound. I was up to three eighty. I was big, big girl. Three eighty. I had wow. Yeah. And I had lived a life. I was healthy. I was healthy. Any um any
6: side effects? You um any side effects from the uh, Ozempic?
4: No, do you have
6: 96. um do you have saggy skin now hanging off of you?
4: No. No, because I still have a lot to lose. So so far mm. I, I still have to keep going. I've only been on it about six months. However, insurance kicked me off. They're kicking people off now, the Ozempic uh, because they're keeping it just for diabetics. So they move you over to something else <laughs> <I> called Wegovy? <Wagobi. laughs> they move people to Wagobi. <laughs> I, I deserve it. Uh, all
6: right. There you go. Uh, Angie no, says, no. Uh, no problem. All right. Well, listen, she's a lot worse than you are, Carrie.
4: Yeah. Um, she's got like yeah, 30 I,
6: pounds. I, like, <laughs> I could
9: see, I could see, I could get there. Like, if I were to 150 pounds overweight, I don't know uh. what i do.
0: Do they make chocolate flavored Ozempic? <laughs>
12: <laughs> it, it's so much harder for women, too, because it's like a guy who's 50 pounds overweight. It's like, oh, he wears it well. Look at him. You know, he's a big guy. And with a woman, it's like, whoa.
6: Being a woman, being a woman is the toughest thing. I'm not even a woman. I can empathize. I mean, that's unbelievable. (laughs) I was talking to my wife about this. Yes. Yeah, I do. I mean, you know, women get older. They get so much shit for just looking a little bit older. It's just exhausting. I mean, everything.
12: Oh, you know, the Botox thing, it's and and the fillers and the whole thing like that. You you can't win if you do it. You can't win if you don't do it. It, Are you going
6: to do that stuff?
12: So I got in a fight with Mehmet about this, which drove me fucking crazy. I went for a, a Botox evaluation. This was like <laughs> a year yeah. ago. Right. And the woman told me, the, the, the dermatologist told me, if I give you Botox in the place you want it, your eye, your, your brows are going to droop even lower. You have a low brow line. So I'm not going to do it for you. And I told Mamet this, and he's like, that is the big, oh yeah, you didn't do He just gave me so much shit for it. I'm like, dude, most women are are 35. Can I ask you,
6: is it, I don't want to, you're 35 and you're, and you're looking into Ozempic? I mean, not Ozempic, uh, uh, Botox? Botox. (laughs) Botox. Yeah. Yeah.
12: Well, well, they say it's like preventative and, you know, I, 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 but I don't think that's crazy. A lot of women... All those women on The Bachelor, Howard, that are like 24, they're already doing it. Remember Alex Earl was telling us she was doing um, yeah. Botox yeah, and Yeah, but fillers? it's nuts.
6: They all look odd. Don't do it.
12: No, I, I didn't do it, but Mamet insists I'm lying and that I got... Why would I lie? There's nothing to lie about. Half the women in America are doing it. Of course
9: not. Howard, if you if you were to hang out in the lobby here, this is... I'm, not, I'm very vague about this, but there's a lot of celebrities who pass through here and sometimes you're walking to the bathroom and you're like you know that kind of looks like and then you realize it is them but then you're like it looks like them but it's not them it's not the them Dude, you
6: knew i know exactly what you mean i there have been people that i know in that building at the Sirius building i walk by them and i don't say hello and i'm a i'm a i'm a friendly guy and then they go hey howard it's me uh blah, blah. i go oh I I don't even and recognize them. men
7: right? or women, yes. right? Men or oh, yeah. uh,
6: It's unbelievable. I've had this happen to me, and I go, "Shit, I didn't know that." And you know, I go, "Ronnie, that's your fault. You're
9: supposed to tell me who that person is." He goes, "I didn't recognize him either." <laughs> Howard, Howard, I did. I, I I'm gonna be I'm gonna be really nice about this in vague, but I did a charity event about a month ago, and I spoke to a person who was on a a television show that I watched religiously for seven years and had a conversation with this person for ten minutes and on the way out I was like, who was that? And when they told me, I couldn't fucking believe it. I couldn't believe oh, it. Wow. I did not know that was the person. This is somebody I watched on TV for seven fucking years.
6: My wife always says to me, you think I need uh, uh, Botox? I go, absolutely not. You look fucking great. Don't fuck yourself up. I won't even know. I'll, I'll, I'll wake up scared. I won't even know who's in bed with me. <laughs>
12: Yeah, a lot I mean, can go uh, wrong. Half your face can freeze. You can have one eye that's droop. I mean, it's a, it could be a real problem. You,
6: Dolly Parton said it best. Look at our friend. Uh, she was talking about Kenny Rogers when I interviewed her. Oh, yeah. I said, Dolly, I go, Dolly, you look really great. She goes, but you know what? I'm lucky. Kenny went to the same doctor Dolly went. Look what happened to him. You don't know, man. You're playing Russian roulette with your face.
7: Well, I remember the time that uh, Joan Rivers came in and she could not close her eyes. Remember? Yeah,
6: And she said, she said to us, I can't close my eyes. And I go, what? She goes, they say it's as soon as it wears down, it'll I'll be able to close. It. She couldn't. She literally could not close her eyes.
12: Well, The other thing is everyone's doing it now. The first time I thought about doing it was my dentist said to me, hey, do you want me to give you some Botox? I'm like, am I at the fucking oh, dentist or am I right. the
6: dermatologist? You look like a kid. What are you doing? I mean, who, who you. Are these people I, filling your I, head I, with this shit.
12: But I'm telling you, the dentists do it. You can be not even an RN. You can just be a, a medical assistant of some sort and do it. You, everyone is doing is giving Botox. It's everywhere. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's you go str- into a nail, some nail salons and get Botox.
9: There's a strip mall near my house that does it. I don't know if there's any medical people there. but it's a big sign for Botox. Just go get it.
6: Nice. But, I got uh, hey.
9: Botox at Home Depot.
3: <laughs> 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 hey,
6: Jason, Jason in South Carolina.
3: Hey, Howard, first time, long time. Um, yeah, talking about this Ozempic stuff. Look, I just started eating right, okay? I just started, and I started religiously riding the Peloton 30 to 45 minutes a day. I did 11,000 minutes last month, 30, oh, last year, 3,500 miles, and I dropped 75 pounds just getting up at Let four, me tell you
6: something. 40, and that's a better look, because even if you lose weight on Ozempic, you like you're got that you not toned. I think, you know, getting in shape, hitting and, the gym. And you're
7: losing muscle. That's the other yeah. thing that people do. You know, you're losing muscle. It's not just saggy skin. You're losing muscle. Look, I feel Are you better, losing I'm muscle, Robin? You're losing muscle. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Robin says you're losing muscle. All right, not Jason, him. good for you.
7: The people right. on Ozempic.
6: Poor Joan Rivers. I love that woman.
7: I do. I think about her all the time,
12: and it's addictive too. too. Once you start with the Botox, there's really no stopping. It's because they say well, okay, Joan the was migraines. definitely
7: like, addicted.
12: Exactly right.
6: Well, I wouldn't shoot that shit into my face. That's fucking crazy. Plus, no, it can I'm, I'm be perfect. very good
12: for migraines or people who grind mm. their teeth. There's good uses for it, but
6: I'm lucky. I'm really good looking. No, it doesn't matter <laughs> uh, well gary you got to get on this we got to get on top of it sam says you should be doing uh, mozempic i i think you could get it under control on your own but uh he's
7: done it before yeah he just has to yeah.
6: you, you know what the worst develop part is?
7: some new habits yeah
6: i mean sam's probably right we know gary he doesn't have a lot of uh uh dedication to uh you know Getting thin. He has a real problem with that.
9: I do, I do. And I'll tell you, the, the worst part is that we have a big meeting today of a bunch of senior management. I don't have to eat in front of everybody now. And <laughs> what are you going to be eating? I don't know. I don't know you what don't they're serving. You have to
7: eat, <clears throat> Gary. What do you mean
9: about, I gotta fucking eat? I, got, I can't skip a meal. Oh, oh
7: yeah, Like you're going <laughs> to die if you don't eat this lunch.
9: Listen, just everyone is at the meeting today. I'm not starting the diet today. So don't judge. <laughs> What's on the menu? You I don't, don't know. know. I don't know.
6: M&M's, pizza,
5: lasagna. <laughs> hoagies <laughs> and baby every nuts.
7: time I, I, you know, I make these flavored coffees, and one is called uh, Black and White Cookie, and I think of Gary every time.
9: <laughs> yeah I don't eat that so much anymore, but I would. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, um,
6: good luck. Hey, it's late. I'm not even going to read fan mail now. I got to get going. Uh, we'll be here tomorrow. I'll get into JD's canoe trip. I'll yeah, read uh, everybody
7: to hear this.
6: I'll read all the email and stuff and text that we get. And uh, yeah, I didn't get to everybody on the phone. Um, yeah, one last guy, Christian in Florida. Go ahead.
11: Hey, Har. i um, just calling to discuss the Ronnie versus Blit issue yesterday, and, and it kind of brought something to mind. One is that I totally side with Ronnie in terms of Blitz whole shtick about gaslighting. I know it was funny for the first few times, but, I would say it's gotten old. Certainly, I can imagine in Ronnie's case, he's annoyed by it, and I definitely agree that Ronnie has sunglasses and not actual eyeglasses. But exactly. that was one point about one point about Blit. My second point is regarding Blit's stick. I'm wondering how Benji feels that Blit has essentially heavily borrowed from you know Benji's <laughs> trademark stick on your show for a very long time with the, the street interviews. Nobody's the stopping. Training.
6: Nobody's stopping Benji from going out and interviewing anybody. He could do that.
11: Oh no, I know. I'm just wondering if, if you know, because he he thrives for airtime, and and Blake gets it doing essentially. That's the because same he's kind of
6: doing the work. Project. He's he's going out and doing interviews with Ronnie and different people, and uh, sure. I mean, I never stopped Benji from doing that stuff. Okay.
11: So, so you don't think Blitz a copycat of Benji's kind of trademark no. Howard Stern? Not at all.
6: Style? No. Okay. I don't. I think uh, Blitz a very unique performer. I think Benji's a unique performer and I don't think they're copies of one another. I don't. Fair I uh, wish, and I wish Benji would steal John Blitz bit of, uh, doing these interviews <laughs> and <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with that too. All right, Kirsten, thank you. I went back and I looked at the picture we put up of Ronnie's new glasses and I said, you know, uh-huh. I, I don't even notice the glasses with that big giant mustache he's got. Mod on. What <laughs> the fuck? I said, who's looking at his glasses? He's got a mustache like I've never seen. I don't think I've ever seen a mustache like that, except in cartoons. It's an amazing mustache.
7: Well, guys are really into their facial hair these days. Yeah. You know, like, every time you turn around, another guy has a great big bushy beard or I don't something know, I don't they're know. carrying on with.
6: I think Ronnie should trim down that mustache. That's my vote, but that, Ronnie's well, his own guy. Well, people have
7: I mean, said that to him before. He likes yeah. it, and and the more you say he should do something, he's not going to do it.
6: He won't do it. He loves that big. What it was that cartoon with the guy with the big giant mustache? And he used to fight with oh, a rooster.
7: Yosemite Sam.
6: Yosemite Sam. He looks like he's got a big <laughs> ass mustache. I mean, it is. I looked at the picture. I went, "Whoa!" I forget <laughs> who's looking at those glasses. And the mustache is taking over Ronnie's whole face. There he is. No, I've not. seen him. Yeah. Yes, it yeah. is. It's a tremendous mustache. Good. I mean, you, do, you got an, you, you, a tremendous mustache. You do mustache. your thing
3: with your hair. I do my right. thing what I want to do, okay? No, but I'm saying, I'm not stopping get you. A hair I mean, get a haircut, get a real haircut like a real man and, and then come and talk to me about trimming no, my mustache. I don't want to. I don't want to either. That's right. But I'm just I giving like, you my... I like what I like.
6: Yeah, but what you like isn't good.
3: Well, too bad. <laughs> no. All right. I and like you, what you, I like. I don't care. I like my glasses, I and get. I don't give a shit. They're you, not you, sunglasses.
6: You, 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 listen, your face shouldn't be 60% mustache. I understand 20%. That <laughs> I'll, I'll <laughs> put up with. But, uh, you can't well, do that. I can't Remember do the, that. I can do it what was I that team that grew a big, giant mustache with the with the wax? Was it the Oakland A's that used to do that with the big, giant mustache? Might have been Raleigh Fingers. Raleigh fingers, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Raleigh, yeah. Raleigh fingers, See,
6: yeah, fingers. I like the fingers. <laughs> and you know what? Had a mustache like that, Groucho Marx. Rest his soul. No, he didn't. His, his was not wasn't yeah, as
7: big as Ronnie's. No. That, that's no. crazy. <laughs> no, nah. nah.
6: I mean it's it tremendous. I could have grown a mustache like that. That's some mustache. Oh,
3: I work this thing, man. I'm with that. What do you mean you work it. it? Yeah, I trim it oh. to and let it thicken up. I just trim it enough a little bit. So it's not in my mouth. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I work wow. at it. I, I got a lot of work going on it. And I ferment it in pussy juice. What do I you do with wax, it the, the, I got the wax, the whole thing.
6: And then you got a, 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 a little square on your lip, a little white yep. square.
7: Under, yeah. under, yeah.
6: Under your yep. lip. Look at that. All right. Listen, he likes it. Um, and then I like it. Okay, pal. You it got like like it. You rubble. know,
7: it looks like you could pick it up and
1: brush something yeah,
6: with Yeah. Like, well, I'll brush your pussy with it. How's that? <laughs> Uh, come on. Be a man. <laughs> Robin's a lady. I am. I am being a man. <laughs> he does have an amazing ability to grow hair. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yes. Unbelievable. Well, you know what it is, too? It gives Ronnie a look. You know what I mean? He, in other words,
3: yes. he's
6: got an identity with a big mustache. What right. would he
7: be without that mustache?
6: Exactly. exactly. It's like Sam's
3: pussy broom. <laughs> Listen, I, I always him, I had. I've always had facial hair. I've right. always had a mustache. I've always had a beard, goatee, whatever. The only time Cybers. I didn't have it when I, when I was in basic training. That was the only time I couldn't have it. So, right. Well, any chance we can get you in basic training? No.
6: <laughs> oh my goodness. I was talking to Mike Perlman about it. He says you should grow out your beard. In other words, the mustache is so big he feels you should grow just a beard but but mike what i had i had the
3: the beard dude i had that you know that for years i had I know. yeah he thinks it would balance out i don't care what he thinks that's that's why i had to get these glasses so i the glare off his bald head was blinding me so he grows (laughs)
11: such a nice beard howard he's got a really solid beard i was looking we were just looking at a picture of him in the back at your birthday show and he's got a really full, nice beard. I don't know why he has this,
3: this mustache. Because you know what the mustache does, Ronnie? The mustache makes your chin look small. And you don't You've want that. You've been to the whatchamacallit again? You've been going to the tanning oh, call? stop look
6: it. Look at you. Stop it. Oh, dude, he's giving you good advice. He's, he's, he's deflecting.
11: He's deflecting.
3: You yeah, gotta, so I am deflecting grow, because I can't see. Uh, my eyes are going, <laughs> I can't see. You gonna, gotta grow the grow the glare off the light, the light from your head, man. <laughs>
10: <laughs> Terrible. All right. All right. Listen
6: he's
3: getting, he's to getting That's why he had to go to the number
7: two tent. <laughs> yeah. Right.
0: I might exactly.
10: have to go to number three looking at him today.
6: <laughs> yeah. He's got a, oh, gotta, boys, see. you know what? I love you all. I don't care what you have for facial hair. It's the person that counts, as Stephen A. Smith said today. It was a good exactly. lesson I learned. I'm a good guy. You're a good guy, and uh, that's all that matters, all right? All right, listen. All right. Tomorrow, we're going to get way, back together. the i got to go sleep off my front porch with my mustache. <laughs> <laughs> we are re-airing Howard Stern Presents The Cult tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern and Pacific on Howard 101. It's a wonderful special, and um, I suggest you listen to it tomorrow. I will to JD going down the Delaware River and in addition to a bunch of other things and uh, and I do appreciate when you write in and you, you have your comments I'll save them for tomorrow and I'll read them so Robin you know pace yourself we'll be back tomorrow That's right. thank you okay. all right